It's Operation Babble with Mike Shrews. It's pop culture, music, movies, TV too. It's time to explore life. It's Operation Babble time. That's what she said. Ah, see, I brought it back around, and we haven't even started. Uh, back around joke. I'm not gonna go there. Oh man. Just uh, our audience knows pegging John. There you go. How dare you? <laughs> Also, I know, sorry, audio people, shout out to Wawa. I haven't seen one of those in a, forever. If you don't know what it is, Google it. Wawa. Wawa's uh, all over the place in Florida, dude. Um, thanks for mansplaining oh, that to me. It's not like I lived there for four years or anything, but, you know, whatever. You know, I mean, there's, me. a, there's like 500 more since you left. Great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyways. And as we immediately go on a tangent, hostess um, with the mostest. We have two guests with us. Well, Tivis, you're not really a guest. Oh, uh, get wrecked. But we have back with us again today, Amelia Song. Amelia. Hey. Hey, how What's you up, been? What's up, guys? I've been all right. Yeah. Yep. Um, John, you got anything? Any questions? Any, oh, oh, wait. Amelia, have you been doing any, any new stuff for anything like that lately? Yeah, actually, um, I had to take a bit of time away from camming and everything because, mm-hmm. excuse me, because of health reasons. But um, in that time, I managed to get a lot of work done on a book series that I'm writing, and uh, right. yeah. Nice. So, okay. so it's like a bit and then of a low Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, you know, having like fleshed out about three quarters of it, maybe a little bit more. I discover that I need to completely rewrite it. <laughs> well, that's always, oh. I mean, it, it sounds bad and that's gotta be frustrating, but redrafting is like the spice of life. You figure out it is. That maybe you didn't think about the first time, maybe something yeah. that didn't work. So when, so when you say you're writing a book, is this like a, like a, like a business type thing or is this like a, like a fiction, nonfiction? What are we talking? Oh, yeah, it's fiction. It's urban fantasy. Ooh. With romantic elements. <gasps> Fifty Shades of Grey in space! <laughs> Not quite Fifty Shades and set in Chicago, but we'll go with that. Hey, fair enough. So only like 20 <laughs> shades, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But after that redraft. There's, there's a little more variety and a little less, like, stalkery, abusive behavior, so... Oh. Say it's a, a bit of an improvement on the whole Fifty Shades thing. Yeah. Well, if movies, if romantic comedies have taught me anything, <laughs> the word stalker really only gets thrown around considering how attractive the person is. This is very true. <laughs> yeah. It is it's conditional. Like, may, may, may I show you my, my sex dungeon? It's like, um, no. And, <laughs> and how much money they have. There, how much. See, you got there we go. Money and looks. It's all you need, people in life, right? I know. Thank God I was born with neither. <sighs> that's why I'm still mad at Mike for finally making me face cam. See, I should have just been a cartoon character the whole time. See, I should do what Tivis does. Just have Brandon Ruth in a Superman costume and say it's me. <laughs> but uh, other than uh, writing books, uh, so you're back to the cam and stuff. I saw you on Twitter throwing, yep. throwing up some ads again. Uh, anything new? Just kind of cycling through stuff? Planning anything? really have anything too exciting on the horizon at the moment um i finally got my black widow costume Ooh. Uh, is it a traditional one or is it one more from like the up-and-coming film 
It's from the, the up and coming film. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. very topical. I like it. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be on the lookout for that. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> um really so eager to get So hopefully the movie will actually come out and then you can <laughs> you can show up. Yeah, right. That would be nice. No, they're just gonna put out another 500 trailers. That's all. Oh my god. Well, at least it's not like the New Mutants where we've had to talk about it for almost half a decade. Yeah. I almost don't. Pretty much care the entire anymore. film's out now. I know, right? Between all, well, do we even know that? Because apparently they changed the rating like four different times, and the yeah. edit's been done to death, and God only yeah. knows what they're doing to it. But uh, oh, I figure before I forget. Since Uh-oh. we finally have Amelia back, she told me to call her out, and I think I'm going to. What? Uh-oh. The, the second we got off the last cast, mm-hmm. you told me that we should have called you out for the director's cut uh, comment that you had. When we were talking about the Snyder cut stuff? Where we were talking about essentially like maybe how director's cuts kind of suck and they usually don't really add anything to it. Yeah. And that was Amelia's thing, and as soon as we got off, she goes, okay, I may have lied. Because you brought up an example, and I believe your example was Blade Runner? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I, was I like, admit I, it, I admit it. I was you, you know, not entirely reminded me. You should have reminded me, Chad, I could have pulled the audio bit. <laughs> well, Blade Runner's got like three different yeah, ones. There's one, with like a, there's one with like a Harrison Ford narration that's kind of sloppy. But that's like, the first one. Is that is it the first one? I thought yeah, that, that was the theatrical oh, release. Okay, so then you have the director's yeah. cut that just has like a ton of extra stuff, which I think that's yeah. the one people do like. They would prefer, and then, uh, but it's funny because for saving grace, I figured I could tell you my experience that I just had with. I don't know if you'd call it the director's cut, but the extended cut for Lord of the Rings, because that's usually my go-to about one that was done relatively well. Um. I, I've been starting the rewatch process. Uh, we have finished Fellowship, and I just finished Two Towers like a day and a half ago. And I do have to say, originally, when I've watched them, I haven't gotten to Return of the King yet, I always said that Two Towers was the best one. Because, obviously, Helm's Deep is awesome. I like a lot of the, like the character progressions, like the team building between uh, Gimli, Legolas, and uh, Aragorn. I like the back and forth how everybody's got these three interconnecting stories and they all meet um i did rewatch i might have to take that back i think fellowship might be the stronger film uh, especially because i think all their at their additions for the extended cut actually make a lot more sense i noticed a lot of bullshit jokes and really weird pacing issues with the extended stuff in two towers there was like there was a I don't remember if this is in a theatrical cut. Uh, Tivis, you might want to remind me, because uh, you might know, because we know Michael can't remember anything about the Lord of the Rings. Uh, you don't want to ask better, I could. Oh, you so. don't know? Okay, well, <laughs> the scene is, is at the beginning, you have you have uh, Sam and Frodo, like, essentially rappelling down a, down a mountainside with their elven rope that uh, Sam got from Gladriel. God, I sound like a fucking nerd right now. And uh, uh, if you remember the rope, it's like super thin. So I'm like, okay, my suspension of disbelief has a little bit because I'm like, how are they not ripping their hands apart? Because anybody knows like cable is not something easy to climb with. And then uh, something falls out of uh, Sam's pocket. It's like a looks like almost like a ring box kind of thing. And he freaks out and he's like, Frodo, catch it. And there's fog down. So we don't know how deep or how far the canyon floor is. 
and he like freaks out and Frodo catches it and Frodo lets go of the rope and he falls into the fog. He only fell like two feet. I go, the only reason why that got a pass the first time is because it's a joke. And I've always told Hannah lately, and I've been telling Michael and a lot of my friends this lately, because I think Marvel, Marvel movies and Disney movies in general have been very egregious with this. Anytime a joke happens, think about what happened two seconds before the joke. Because 90% of the time lately, I feel like the joke is to cover up a big bag of dumb. Bless you. Bless you. And, Excuse me. And uh, I've been seeing it in movies a lot lately where they they torpedo I, a scene for the sake of a joke. And it makes I, me I, sad. I think her sneeze was her being allergic to your bullshit. Well, to be fair, <laughs> it's funny you say that because what was in the box, Michael, it was seasoning. It was seasoning for food. From the Shire. Frodo could have died. And, and then there were a lot of there was a lot of moments like that throughout two towers where you could tell they were adding jokes. Yeah. And I go, there's a lot of serious stuff going on. I feel like the jokes got a little too hammy. But like the stuff with Gimli I still think is funny. Like running and him but you gotta look at a particular good who, who did those movies? Peter Jackson. So yes. I mean, everything he's done, even like Frighteners, that was a really serious tone movie. But he still tossed jokes in there. Well, yeah, you can do it. I'm talking about where you place them and and what you yeah. use. Because again, like you know, you got all the stuff of Gimli. Like that stuff's really funny. Like he's trying to catch up to him, and he's like, you know, dwarves are better at short distances and stuff like that. And I'll never get over the fact right. that Carl Urban looks like an idiot with blonde hair. I can't stand it. When he played Cupid, I think it was in Hercules or Xena. He looks like an asshole. <laughs> Stop giving him blonde hair. I can't, I can't handle it. Is he in the last uh, Lord of the Rings movie? The, the uh, yeah, Return of the he's, King? Uh, yeah, he's the guy that uh, uh, Wormtongue banishes. Uh, like well, I know who he is in the uh, movie. Okay. I'm just wondering if his character is in the, yeah. the third one. Yeah, I still have yet to watch the third one. Because the Knights of Rohan are pretty much one of the armies that gotcha. that get together to fight towards the end. Okay. Big old battles. Yeah. Okay. But Helm's Deep is still cool as hell. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That was my nerd thing. That was my nerd thing for the day. You're welcome. Well, I was zoning out during all that. I just looked at the E.T. director's cut. Oh. I had no idea that existed. And, really? of course, it's uh, Industrial Light. <laughs> See, at least Tiffus brought us back to what your point was. Yes. For being, you, you were trying to call her out for her director's cut comment. So, would you like to elaborate more on that part? Well, that was that was her example, and it was just like okay. I didn't I didn't want to leave her out <laughs> hanging. It. No, the whole thing was is I didn't want to leave her hanging. Like I was like I was like no, because okay, director's cuts can be good or bad. It depends on why you made it. Like like again, like when we have the Snyder cut thing happening. It's because we're going to get a completely different film. Or, like, if you look at, like, the air cut for Suicide Squad, like, the original trailers yeah. have popped out. You can tell that there was a completely different film that than what we saw. Well, isn't I, the version we got done by a, a company that normally does trailers? Yes. Yes. Yeah. A trailer house. And I and actually, <laughs> you can go back onto YouTube and watch the original trailer that they put out for that from Comic-Con, the very mm -hmm. first trailer. And there's shit in there that, one, doesn't go into the movie. And the tone of that trailer is what the tone of the movie should have been. And it's completely different. Well, well, 100% different. Well, when you think of David Ayer, he does, like, 
cop dramas. That's what he does. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you look at, like, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen Bright, that Will Smith, like, orc fantasy. Did he do that? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, okay. And so you can tell that was meant to be essentially a cop drama with fantasy elements. Right. And that's why I would make the argument, I bet that film could have been really good. I think the editing was really bad. And there was a lot of really crap dialogue. But usually, David Ayer makes some good stuff. Like, you're talking, like, End of Watch... I think I think he did Training Day and like a couple other like really well known ones. He's doing something with Steven Dorf, some cop drama and like Fox or something. Are they doing like more? They're still doing more cop dramas. Like well, right now think, oh, of all man. time, A and E is almost dead. <laughs> That's actually true. Yeah. Like the only cop drama show that I'm actually kind of excited for is the Gotham PD one because that you can work in with everything going on with like reality. You know, because Gotham is full of corruption in their police department and everything. Yeah. You can work with that storyline. All these other cop shows that, you know, they, the whole, like, what NYPD Blues was and shit like that. Like, I, I can't watch anything like that right now when everyone's yeah. out hating it. all the police for no Like, I'm not going to say no reason, but in general. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I don't know. Do you, do you consider, a, like, Castle, like, to be a cop drama? <laughs> I never oh, watched. He Castle. did bright. Yeah, welcome to the conversation, sir. Thank you. <laughs> See, I like how Timis is like, well, you know, I zoned out because I don't give a shit about Lord of the Rings, and then I'm like, <laughs> hey, you remember that bright show by David Ayer? He's like, oh, that was an interesting movie. He also. I like the world more for Bright than the actual movie itself, but the world that yeah. they were establishing was really cool. It'd be cool yeah. to see more. Just didn't that. actually like flesh it out or utilize it very well i yeah. still have to watch that i really want to well it's just one it's of those like things. an it's hour and a half dude just yeah. go watch it well it's just like with bright it's something that suffers with a lot of shows lately it's like they have this really good idea but they can't tell how they want to deliver it and and um i'm seeing that with star girl right now the new dc superhero show they put it on it was like their one of their highlight thing. It's essentially like the CW Arrowverse shows, but they're kind of like on the other like they're a little distanced from it, and um, they have this higher production value. Some good names are attached to it, like Amy Smart's in it, uh, Luke Wilson's in it, um, and they have like a superhero team up. They have a team of villains and a team of good guys, and they all come together and they all figure this figure out this big thing going on in their town and um you're like oh that sounds like an idea that you could flesh out for like three or four seasons you know you learn who all the villains are you learn who all the heroes are they all team up you figure out their powers they train blah 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 and uh no it's like 13 episodes (laughs) so you're like how the hell are you gonna fit fit all of this stuff in and uh you're kind of having that issue with that show, and I think you have that with Bright. Wait, it's with like, what show? I'm ta- I totally was zoning Star- out. Star Girl. Star Girl. Star- okay. I think you why said Star Girl, and I just why zoned is everybody out on it. ignoring me today? <laughs> but um, but uh, I think I think Bright is a real good example of that, where it's like we talk about. Everybody always says the ideal thing, it should be an HBO miniseries, and I think mm-hmm. with streaming services and stuff nowadays, and I mean it came out on Netflix for God's sake. Why wouldn't you bank on getting Will Smith for multiple episodes of a long-running thing? I thought that it was like a three-picture deal for 
the Bright series. It was like a three picture deal, but I'm pretty sure Will Smith isn't coming back though. Yeah, you know. But why why would he? He's too busy crying on Facebook. So, (laughs) (laughs) why you gotta be like that? Um, Men don't cry. Remember, Um, he. uh, But I mean, you do that movie, and they turned it into a Will Smith film. Like it was just like you had this really dramatic thing with this really big world and then all of a sudden you just wrapped up this quick story it was like one of the strongest things you had was like the idea of the elves and the mm-hmm. orcs and and then them all trying to like it's essentially zootopia <laughs> like the movie feels it really like, is <laughs> it's just zootopia and but like not uh, as, yeah. not quite as good at least I, in my opinion i i, I think... was very much not a fan of i don't even remember her name but you know the sort of the wayfish ingenue character who had the wand and oh. she starts out not being able to speak to them. Cause like, she doesn't, Oh, she's all yeah, mouse. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, the fuck is this character? This, <laughs> this character is, it's, well, and it's a prop. Well, and <laughs> she has well, yeah. no arc. Well, and especially it's not when, interesting. Well, and especially when the elves are being made out to be these perfect specimens who you know they're the high class or the upper class and they're very prim and proper and mm-hmm. really know how to handle themselves. well you have the bad elves who are efficient fighters and kick ass you got the you got the elf fbi agent or whatever he's got and then you got like you know all these elements to prove that they're awesome and it's like she's like some kind of like weird timid child who can't yeah. seem to take care of herself unless the plot's like oh no she's a badass and it's like yeah the fuck the, she's really only there so she can bring back Jacoby. Like that's is, all she was there. Is Leela or Layla or some shit like that? That's that right. the character's Leela, name. I think. Yeah. No, Leela's fucking Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's how they, it's spelled. Layla, L E I L A H. I would have to say 100%. The best part of that film is Jacoby, the Will Smith's partner. He's like the only reason to watch that film. Like he's awesome, and like, yeah. and again, mm. the world looks cool. The orcs, like the costumes, look really awesome. The idea was really there. It's just they kind of just turned if, it into a bit of a cartoon. And if you it. want a more fleshed out version of that, just go watch the Alien Nation TV show that they had in the nineties. Uh, so, which was basically the same thing—a a human cop and the alien cop. And they mm-hmm. didn't like each other. Well, the one didn't like the one because he was alien. Bullshit like that. Is that the one where they crash land on a planet? What? There's a movie I remember where there's like two. (laughs) (laughs) I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, Yeah. it's two opposing uh, factions. It's a sci-fi. They crash land on a planet and have to learn how to survive together. No, No, that's called like Enemy Me or something weird. It's uh, Dennis Quaid. Enemy of Mine? Yeah, I think that's it. And uh, yeah. That's a Not great heard film. Of this movie. Oh, you should definitely check it out. It's an old one. It's yeah, mm. he's a, it's a Dennis Quaid human and then this mm. I don't know who the other actor is, but he's just an alien. They hate each other and they both get marooned on this uh horrible Very planet. hostile. Wasn't that like and an they, L. Ron they, Hubbard book hum- though? Probably. I don't know. I can't read. <laughs> um readings for nerds. Yeah, nerd stuff. Now let me tell you more about Lord of the Rings. Um <laughs> The I got movies, a picture book here. Books. <laughs> how do you how do you learn stuff? There are no pictures. Uh, shout out what to Gaston. Uh, no, it's it's an older one, but it's a good flick. It's just like just yeah, just two people who hate each other have to help each other survive. And, I mean, and then between doing that, they learn to respect each other, 
even if they don't like each other. It's good. Do shit. they? Oh, Do it's they so though? Good. They Did might you see the director's cut of that movie when yeah, see, there they is. kill them all, where and... they actually <laughs> murder each other at the end and just nuke the planet. It's actually just five minutes long. <laughs> hack the hack the planet. Oh, I want to watch Hackers now that you said that. Fucker. Sorry, sorry. Matthew Lillard. And... Oh. Nah, it's only yeah. it's all about Angelina Jolie. Just because you get to see her boob in it for like one second. That's probably ah, all if you I, If I cared about boobs, I'm watching Original <laughs> Sin. Get out of here. And that way I get to see Antonio Banderas. You care about like, boobs, you just watch one. my stuff. Hey. <laughs> no, that's what I got Twitter for. It's always every day, Amelia. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, another tit. Speaking of which, I've had to <laughs> go through and like put on, uh, what, what are those like blocks or whatever barrier parental blocks or some shit oh, oh yeah <laughs> because of your stuff because i scroll through scroll through and my kids are standing right behind me oh no <laughs> so oh. i was like i'm like quickly throw my phone across the room <laughs> see i love how you do that with twitter because like at this point i'm just i'm like i've become numb to that shit yeah. until like i'm in public but you don't That's have kids at. right you know in your house with you. you don't know how i live my life yes i do um <laughs> Yeah, that's actually true. No, like, I'll, I have that problem with Instagram all the time because a lot of times even, like, cosplayers are still doing, like, lewd stuff. So it's yeah. pretty much just, like, Instagram pops up and it's, like, just butts. Butts everywhere. Eh. You know, My kids have seen plenty of butts. I, I don't they know haven't seen the other stuff. So. Ah, fair enough. That's <laughs> – not until you buy a subscription. Um, no, God, that was – oh, that always reminds me. Shout out to my dad. No one will ever – no, sorry for the segue. Uh, he bought <laughs> oh, me my God. first Playboy, and uh, it was Sable from WWF. Not WWE. I'm just going to say. That was only... 98, 97? How remember. fucking old were you? You were like 10. Uh, like 11 or 12? Yeah. Yeah. Got got that, and uh, it was mostly for the like I I didn't I didn't actually end up like keeping it. I got to see it, and I had him hold on to it because I figured it'd be a collector's item. Yeah, because it was they are collector's item, dude. Almost, I would argue that a lot of old magazines are. You should see the price of the um the magazine that just Kevin Smith's wife is in. Oh yeah, when she like because there's they did the, like, there's Superman such like thing. a cult following for him that there's all those creepers out there for his wife and shit like oh, yeah. yeah like that's the one thing that uh rob zombie always kept getting asked you know when is he gonna put his wife naked in one of his movies like never because oh. you fuckers like yeah right because you're all weirdo <laughs> well i mean you gotta i mean she wasn't unattractive i mean he put her in fucking jay and son bob strike back in a fucking leather jumpsuit i was gonna to look shit what i was gonna look the price yeah. up for you but ebay removed them <laughs> Which oh one? fuck for real really yeah it, there's two listings and both of them pages don't exist oh wow for the, the uh, sable, one? sable one yeah that was a big deal man that was like it was one of the first times like other than like it was like this weird it sounds really dumb but like pro wrestlers feel like a little bit more attainable when it comes to like the idea of like celebrity crushes, like you can get closer to them because they do all these live oh. events and you can like be there. Never mind. Oh, this is pre-owned. Never. I think you can get it for sixteen dollars oh, on Am or yeah, I found it for it's eight all... bucks. How no. sticky do you think it is? It's like it's only eight dollars because half the pages can't be turned. <laughs> Versus the sixteen. Ew, gross. Um. <laughs> I no, it's actually really funny. I have a lot of like old Mac. Yes, I read Maxim because I always actually thought the articles were actually funny. 
Um, and it was like just a tamer version of it was. Uh, but like I have like the covers with like Mila Kunis on it, Eliza Dushku. Um, like uh, I think there's one with uh, fucking uh, Christina Aguilera when she was having her weird like grunge phase where she had like the black and white mm. braids and shit. The articles are fucking hilarious. She was hot when now. she did that, dude, for the dirty music video that she had done with, uh, I think it was Method Man. That sounds right. You got to go watch that video. That That's hot. That's hot. Um, man, reading she those articles. She looks so ratchet, like, though. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She fucking hell. She created ratchet before she knew it. But, like, seriously, though, like, those magazines, you don't think about it until you pick one up. It's, like, it's essentially yeah. a fucking time capsule. Like, I'm thinking of, like, some of the people who wrote those articles are off like writing big stuff now or like, Oh, here was this, um, uh, bad robot, uh, thing starting to talk about, you know, becoming this big production company before they got bought out. And I was mm-hmm. like, Oh wow. Look at that. Fucking 20 years later, he's ruining star Wars. Like what a neat thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Jeez, dude. No, I just All right, think let's that's let let Amelia talk. Bring something up for her to say. Don't tell me what to do. It's <laughs> like, did you ever shoot for Maxim? <laughs> there you go. No, I've not. So you said you have um, the one for Black Widow that you're planning on doing. Are you doing? Any, do you have any others like you're planning or setting up for shoots and stuff? Photo. Mm, or I was hoping others? to finally get um, a Wonder Woman costume. Okay. But I don't even know. Like, when is that? When is the release date for that now? <laughs> I'm actually going to Since it's Wonder Woman 84, I think they think they're just going to hold out till 2084 and just put it out then. So it's top of August 12th. Which I don't see it coming out August yeah, 12th. I don't, I I, honestly, I don't see it coming out then either. Unless they assume, put it on streaming. I'd have to say the smartest move, I think, would be for movies. I would say November. Like, why not aim for November? It'd be getting colder. So it'll help with the virus thing if that's still going on. And you have Thanksgiving in November, so you'd at least get a holiday run. You'd have excuses. Maybe. That I, sounds like Disney's just giving up. I mean, Mulan is indefinite hiatus. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's, I'll be even surprised if they put it out for streaming, the, the way that that is no. catching heat. They're, they're holding on to Mulan because they want that Chinese market right there. That, they made yeah. it for them to make the money. That's all yeah. they've made that for. So there's no way... For for Wonder Woman though, like they, I mean, you have HBO Max, but that would be a waste. Just put it on VOD yeah. for a while and then go to HBO Max. Or if you're gonna it. do it, wait till after the Snyder Cut. Yeah, yeah. You'll have better context. Yeah. I mean, and DC will be the hot ticket at that point, so people but, will watch anything. DC would that, at that point. be the best logistically though? Because I mean, a lot of people will probably be saving their free trials for the Justice League stuff, and then you got a bunch of people who are already there for free. You know, oh, you might want to wait sure until that. They're going to change expires. shit up by the time that movie comes out. Watch. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and you also got to understand that it's not just about the subscriptions. It is about how many people watch the content, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is part of it. Um, well, they got to earn money be- as well. Well, yeah, but, you know, it's like, do you think Wonder Woman's going to pull in the kind of subscriptions that a Snyder Cut will? Probably not. I don't see why people would clamor for it, especially. If they just end up putting it out on DVD, I mean... That would get my subscription back. <laughs> well, yeah, but you also hate HBO Max, first of all. Second, you, you don't think you're going to get it? You don't think you're going to get it for the Snyder Cut, though? Uh, I'll find a different way. Ah, going to the high Screw seas. you, Tivis. Arg! Arg! Tivis, you're no longer welcome on here. 
Nah, I no. disagree. I, I approve. I approve of your seaworthy uh, ways. I um, I'm just not smart enough to do it. Half. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. It's. You complain too much about the product. If you did it, John, they'd trace trace you back and just lock you up for it. I know, right? <laughs> they'd be like, you go to hypocrite jail for like a week. Like, oh man. No, I don't. Um, but no, with the VOD, there's actually some news that broke with AMC and Universal. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. They broke and they made a deal that uh, theatrical releases are going to be allowed to do uh, VOD um, even while they're in the cinema for Universal movies anyways, yeah. which is kind of cool. And uh, it's very smart on AMC's part because they get a cut of the VOD now too, mm-hmm. which I think the whole thing, Universal did Trolls, right? Is that Yeah. That's the one they've dropped out and pissed off all the movie theaters. Well, Trolls too. Trolls too, yeah. World tour, and it made like all the monies. And Aunt Universal was like, "Well, we get to keep all this money. We don't have to share it with anybody." You know, they get like eighty yeah. percent of the cut rather than like sixty percent or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, now because they don't want to, you know, alienate themselves from theaters, theater audiences, if theaters ever, you know, open back up. Yeah, they broke the deal with them, and uh, so AMC. They haven't announced how much cut AMC gets of the VODs. But uh, there's rules set in place for it's like within three weeks of the movie in theaters, they can go to VOD. Um, And then once they're in VOD, they have to be there for a specific allotted amount of time until they can actually sell the movie itself. So you have Hmm. to rent the movie for like and the rentals are like twenty dollars, you know, to rent it. Fuck that. Twenty dollars. That's ridiculous. That's VOD for you, dude. Why, though? That's just dumb. It's basically like watching the movie at home instead of in the theater. Like this is where I got to make the argument. It's like, man, just put it out on DVD. Like, well, fuck n- off. That, if I'm gonna pay twenty dollars to watch it. Now that Universal broke that deal, they can't. The contracts are signed and everything like that. Now just... there still uh, is Disney. There's oh. all the other places that are just like. <sighs> I know. I don't think Universal or AMC is going to hold them t- too tightly on the leash because Disney brings them all the money anyways. <laughs> I just, so. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to see physical media go away. Uh, I guess uh, this would be great for Tivis and Amelia. What do you, I mean, what yeah. do you guys think? Cause me and Michael have talked this to death. What do you think about physical media? And like, do you think it should go away? Is it still a viable thing or. I mean, I don't think it's particularly viable, but I don't think it's going to go away. I mean, you look at like, okay, so cassette tapes have kind of gone away at this point, but, you know, you still have records, vinyl records, Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm sure cassette tapes will make a comeback in a few years just because retro is cool. So I don't think it's going to disappear. Yeah, tapes are all coming back already. Yeah, cassette tapes made a big comeback after the first Guardians movie came out. Okay, well, then I'm behind on the times. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, record vinyl and record still makes sense. To me. Vinyl. I, haven't seen, I haven't seen cassette yeah, tapes. Some of the some of them they they post them they put them out as like um like uh, limited run type things. Yeah. And it's like get like the new album on a cassette tape so it sounds shittier. It sounds better on an LP, <laughs> dumbasses. And there's but. also um uh there's a books on tape. It's a it comes in what looks like a cassette tape, but you pull mm-hmm. out a little bit of it, and it's a USB port that has, a, you know, you just take the stuff off of yeah. it. I have a bunch of 
stuff with that. That's awesome. Well, my whole argument's always been, (laughs) and I think a lot of it's because I've been watching a lot of uh, shows that have like a dystopian type thing going on. Like you look at like, like a book of Eli or I just uh, watched a playthrough of uh, the last of us franchise one in part two, which fuck part two and naughty dog sucks um, oh, oh crap that game was awesome <laughs> last of us 2 is fucking trash it's like no. the worst game ever made no no um no. but uh i'll be more than happy to get into that with you at some point tevis um <laughs> but uh the idea of physical media always works for me because one we're seeing it on a just a basic level of getting to see the thing that you actually bought first of all that was made because people are like altering and re-editing stuff on streaming services lately, which is really strange, especially for really old classic things. You kind of want to see them the way that they were. I think you see one of the big hits with the original uh, Star Wars trilogy where people want the demastered version, like the original stuff. Um, but then the idea is, is this weird safety net, like this idea that people have that like, well, I bought, I bought the digital copy. I own it. It's like, well, you own that version that if you know, if the file gets corrupted or it disappears, you're screwed because what if uh, Apple goes under? Like iTunes doesn't exist 10, 15 years from now. Not only that, iTunes has it in the paperwork that everyone just clicks accept with that they can alter the films whenever, however they want. Yeah. And that they're not even, you don't actually own it for a long time. It's basically like like a license. Yeah. It's essentially, you're like, you're renting it for an, uh, indefinite period of time is yeah. essentially how it works. When you have your own disc, you can you can rip it and have a digital copy anyway, and you get to keep the physical thing. So, like, say your internet goes out, as long as I have my player and some power, I'm good to go. But if you don't have internet, you're kind of boned unless you, you know, have the space to download your catalogs and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. That's, that's kind of where I've always been. I just don't like... Late, I'm I'm a big weirdo with data loss. Like I have like five or six like four terabyte hard drives with backups on backups on backups because I just hate the idea of losing shit. It's awful. And but. you're at the mercy of you know companies as well because I mean I know someone who had a bunch of his audiobooks through uh, iTunes. All of a sudden they just disappeared. He mm-hmm. couldn't access them. He had to rebuy them. They're just. Yeah, or like you have the issue where it's like you almost get punished for doing it the legal way where like you can't like they're region coded. I know people who bought stuff because they were like on a on a Wi-Fi in Canada and they bought it through there. And then when they came back, they couldn't get it. There have been like like, digital files region encoded. You can do that. Yeah, which is weird. I've never heard of that before. But like um, it's happened with gamer tags, too, with like Xbox because somebody signed in overseas. Mm hmm. On somebody's region encoded box. Yeah, it happens a lot with games. It's stupid. Well, it's because uh, so like say I say um, Michael, you lived in the UK. I came to visit you. I turn on your Xbox, which is region encoded to the UK. Right. You log into I, your account. Yeah, and I sign in to your box with my account. Microsoft then looks at that and goes, "Oh, he signed in on a UK box." I sign out, I come back, and then I sign into an American one. It's like, oh, okay, wait. It looks like I have like duplicates and things like that. And they can and I've actually seen people get their accounts suspended for shit like that. Which I'm just like, what a fucking pain in the ass. Like, if I just bought the damn thing, I could watch it whenever I wanted, you know, if it was just in my hand. Yeah. Right. My thoughts I mean, 
Amelia. I guess you it. do have region discs too, but still. She she you know hit the nail on the head there with you know, it's. I've always been a proprietor for physical. Like I'm a collector. You can't yeah. see it, but I got two bookshelves behind me full of all kinds of crap, and <laughs> it, you know I like to stare at it. It's for me. That's it. Yeah, yeah, Mike too. Uh, and it, it's it's like well, I think it was a couple weeks ago. I was having this conversation with a. Uh, I'm sorry if I say your name wrong, Mario Xavier, on Twitter. We were talking yep. about that, and yeah, uh, you know. Physical isn't going anywhere. We we will always hold a large portion of it, mostly because of the hipsters. Yeah. And, you know, it's money that they're not going to turn down because it's going to be like 30% of the market. Who's going to say no to that? Mm-hmm. Well, it's not like it costs a ton of money I to make a disc. A know? question then. Ma- manufacture discs. For Amelia, because you do mostly digital content, right? Mm-hmm. For yourself. Do you do any hard media for fans that like are on OnlyFans <laughs> or anything? Hard media. <laughs> you're disgusting, John. I know. I know. I'm such a. I'm such a deviant. Oh my god. Um, the only hard media that I've ever sold have been um, signed photos at conventions, and okay. I've only ever sold like maybe five of them total. So right. not so much. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, in the porn world, hard media is. Hard it's to basically gone. Yeah, it's hard to come yeah. by. I mean, you still have DVDs in adult stores and everything, and but those there are, are like some hard... magazines that still have hard copies. Mm. But most of the stuff is just online now, just because it's now. I mean, would it's you so say much easier. a lot of the stuff that you see, like in the stores and all that, that's probably from bigger production companies and stuff, right? Or, is, oh, yeah. or do the indie people do that still too? I'm not sure. Or no. indie. I don't know what they call them in the porn um, industry. But just, just, just for the sake of it, just to prove I was <laughs> listening to you and like Michael and Tivis who ignore me, mm-hmm. um, I would have to say you, you talked about porn world. I imagine a lot of things are easy to come by. Ha ah, nailed it. Oh Pun. You're welcome. You're welcome, everyone. Nailed, can, nailed I can't, it. Okay. I can't yeah. put him oh, Sassy. Oh, 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 oh. Don't pander to him. Oh Sorry. wait, I can mute him too. Ooh. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> where are the crickets <laughs> um i just uh yeah I, I, okay so that's actually that's actually something i would like to talk uh, amelia with you about because that's interesting to me you talked about prints selling selling prints mm. yeah have you ever considered like trying to sell like like maybe doing stuff uh a little less lewd maybe just more straight up cosplay and like like prints like that. Cause when I first started doing photography, a couple of the ones I was thinking of doing was like, uh, you know how people find a picture that they really like and mm-hmm. use that color palette to like decorate a room or something like that. I was trying to do stuff like that where I would use props and flowers and random things in the house and make like certain color palettes. So like a blue with some browns and make it a little more earthy and sell those as like a thing for people to use as like a centerpiece. And kind of doing all of that is really difficult and that's always seems like a grind, but I always wondered if there was like a good uh, return on that at all. Um, well, the photos that I've sold, I've only actually sold three. One was um, me in shiny uh, lingerie on the back of a motorcycle. One is me as Harley Quinn. 
Um, and then the other is just me and black lingerie. But um, for me in particular, I think because I am a pornographic performer, people aren't as interested in less lewd content from me. I could see that. But I still have it because, you know, you do need safe for work content for certain websites and for certain publications. So, um, I, I don't make so many sales off of non-news. I I mean, like if it's in a photo set, which is, you know, usually in a zip file, um, uh, if it's a photo set, then, you know, I'll have some non-nude with a full like costume, a some partial nude. Yeah, yeah, and then some full nude. Um, there are some cosplayers who can do that. And they're like the semi-lewd ones. Yeah. Or the partial nude ones. Those are the ones that you're going to find on Patreon. Because that would, because I, I have, because I, I do, I'm big on buying calendars for people because I'm like, yeah. I like, I like photos. I, I just like pictures and I like analyzing photos. And then the idea of like, okay, well, instead of buying the print, I at least have a calendar. And then sometimes when I buy them, I'm like, oh, wait, I can't really hang this up because I have <laughs> uh, certain people come through my house and stuff. And uh, um, it was always strange that like, I feel like there's a way to utilize that, but I could never figure out how you could, how you could do both. Because like a print. It's like, well, with a lot of guys, if you're getting a naked photo, you kind of assume the reason for the photo. And it's like, it feels handier, yeah. for, for lack of a better phrase, <laughs> to uh, <laughs> just keep it on the computer or something like that so you can take it with you. And um, But I was always like, I don't know. I always thought the idea of a calendar was kind of neat. And I always, I always wish there was an easier way to like support that type of material while actually getting to utilize it if that makes sense yeah yeah that totally makes sense Mm -hmm. um i have seen some cosplayers make their own calendars and they use their safe for work pictures um trying to remember who's done it before oh you know what the you know what the real hot thing right now is yeah body pillows Oh yeah! I'm not kidding. Like I, uh, some yes. of my favorite ones. Waifu like, pillows. I love it. It's them. like yeah, it's like them in the full costume, and then on the back is them either naked or like. Did they just yeah. do like a My Little Pony one of those? Oh, don't oh. why don't brony me right now, dude. <laughs> to be fair, I did watch the first like two seasons of that show, and it's. Not I've never seen an horrible. episode. It's honestly not. not yeah. It's it's not horrible, but I like I, I've. And thank God I just fucking told the They almost that. had okay. me with the doctor, but <laughs> I I must say I am a former Pegasister, so I actually have a collection of um my little pony toys, like the most recent generation. Actually I think that there's a new generation coming out. That's oh, neither God. here nor there. But um a couple of years ago, I was like really obsessed with that show because it's just so cute and wholesome. It is cute, and really I like the, well the and the voice acting. Voice actually actors really good. are fabulous. They're when, delightful. When they turn them into high school kids, that's kind of where I jump. <laughs> I go one. Yeah. I'm not watching this yeah. movie. Two. I'm like, because that's when it got weird. Because then you can yeah. tell like the fetishizing got a little weird. I was like, I get it. People like Rule Thirty Four and shit like that. And I'm like, okay, so I'm fine with this. Fine, it happens. Uh, okay. Like, don't get me wrong. Lola Bunny made me think things when I was a kid, and I understand. Well, um, she's a popular cosplay. I, I got to admit. Oh no! Oh no! I have like 
a shitload of My Little Pony stuff in my office right now. I love it. Like, bags of them. Oh, I love it. Like, Look, a Rainbow whole Dash fucking cool. bucket full of them. And I like making fun of Applejack. She's a smart one, but she's also dumb, and I love it. I've been Shout trying to, to sell these things online for months, and no one wants to fucking buy them, no matter how low I put it. I was like, take oh, it. I don't market. want them. You need them in a set, man. Like 20 years. This is my favorite one, though. What the hell? Is that Rainbow Dash? Is that what his name is? Hell yeah, it's Rainbow yeah. Dash. Yeah. That's my favorite one. I just like all the Rainbow colors. Rainbow Dash is fun. I just, oh, sorry fun. for all the audio people out there. I didn't just get to see that. <laughs> well, get on our level, man. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, oh, well, yeah. it still survives. Uh, okay, so I guess maybe for the sake of fun, what are... um. Maybe some guilty pleasure franchises ooh, ooh. from. Uh, I'll give you or Tivis because I know Tivis likes Aquaman and I'm mad at him. Uh oh. And, and apparently likes. Last Wait, have of you two. done Mira? Have you done Mira yet? From Aquaman. Aquaman. The redhead. Yeah, Amelia. What? No, sorry. I was. <laughs> I have not Mira. She was looking at pictures. Of, she was watching My Little Pony. See, now no, I was trying to figure out, out what my other guilty pleasure was because My Little Pony is pretty much it. But no, I haven't done Mira yet. No. Um, I, I do feel love that would her be costume. An easy one. Just don't shit on your husband. You know. <laughs> to be fair, was in the yeah. bed. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, don't cut off his finger. Or... Uh, nah, I got, I got nothing for that. <laughs> so, yeah, see? I got nothing for that one. <laughs> Um, a friend of mine actually does a really good Mira, Lara Loxley. She's like actually... Sir Robin of Loxley? Yeah, so you hell did, yeah. You did like this cool. this one here. I'm not sure what character that is. Oh, uh, Death. You can see? Death. Yes, okay. Death from Sandman. I had seen that because I was showing my wife some of your uh, cosplays on Instagram. Ooh. Of course, not Twitter. She'd just fucking yell at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, she was like, why doesn't she do... Um, uh, Live more from iZombie. Oh, that could be fun. Because I've never seen be... Oh, <gasps> how dare you! That's a really good show. We we like that show on here. It's yeah. It's a really cool premise. It was uh, originally a, a comic book, I believe. Vertigo yes. uh, did it, hey. and the and the premise is, uh, Live. Uh, oh yeah, I have seen this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw like the first season. Yeah. <laughs> I was switching it around with a different. It movie. goes very. It goes. It goes insane somewhere around season four, I believe. And it then doesn't. It ends on season five. I think. It definitely doesn't go with the comic though, because the comic no. had like werewolves and all the other no. shit in there too. So. It's like a fucking handsome mummy and like a yeah. sexy vampire hunter <laughs> and. A, and. A... But they made the show kind of like it, it. Someone said it had like the tone of Buffy, which somewhat, I but I didn't get that no. big of a vibe from that. Uh, they had. They probably said that because um, dude looks like Spike. It's probably about sure. all. Sure. I, I, I would say. I would say it reminds me more of like a Bones or like a maybe like a yeah. Veronica Mars. Mm -hmm. It's like because it's it has overarching stuff that connects, but really every show gets this weird anthology to it where it's like she takes the brain, she mm -hmm. solves the mystery, and then every like couple of episodes they have this big thing that has a huge reveal for an overarching character or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but for the most part, it's just like, it's villain of the week. It's kind of like, Ooh, how's she going to act? And it really shows off the versatility of the actress who does mm -hmm. it. And also weird thing. I hate this. It's, it's something that, that Amelia Clark deals with too. I think 
she's like way hotter in the costume than she is is just like her normal stuff. So when she does like <laughs> when she does like the Christmas night for fucking Netflix, I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. just like I ah, it doesn't look like you. It, like I expect her to have the super pale skin and the white the, hair. It was the night before Christmas or night. Was it night before Christmas? Was it night something? before? I think there's yeah. two of them, dude. Before, I think there's two. Yeah, the night before Christmas because we watched that this year. <laughs> oh my god, it was such a dumb like it looks Hallmarky so movie. Um, but no, that's not her in that one. But that's the name. She of did. That one. She did. She one. did another one. She did like, like a, a three part movie. There was three movies that she did. Oh. That's what you're thinking of. I don't remember what that one was called. I never. I just remember it. her doing some kind of like royalty because it's romantic. Rose McIver is her name. It's a cool name, by the way. Neato name. Cool cool cast, too. Michael Goodwin, the guy who plays uh, Babineau. Mm-hmm. Very interested in watching his career. He's Wait, Malcolm. done a couple of series. Malcolm Goodwin. Is that Malcolm? Okay. Yeah. What did I say? Michael. Sorry, my bad. It's all good. I can't imagine why. A Christmas Prince is what you're thinking. There of. it is. Okay. And then there was a the a Christmas Prince, the Royal Baby, a Christmas Prince, the Royal <laughs> Wedding, and then oh, no. a Christmas Prince. Wait, so, the baby I, came before the wedding? No, no, no. I read them. In oh, the okay. Class, like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have yeah. to be married. Yeah, first we almost actually sat down and watched all three of those, too, because they're on Netflix then. But I was like, you know what? It's not you can't, zombie. But you can't. But you can't finish Lord of the Rings. But you got time to watch a three-part Christmas. <laughs> we also just watched. Th- we rewatched the the three Matrix movies. Yeah, um, I kind of feel like they end at the first one. <laughs> yeah. Whether you guys have you guys seen all three Matrix movies, Amelia and Tivis? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the last two? <laughs> Um, or do you they were enjoyable. Them? I mean, so, I, I still think that the first was the best. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly because it was such a shift and, you know, they introduced so many new elements to, I mean, they weren't all new elements, mm. but they introduced these elements in a unique way that really um, impacted cinema for the next few years. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. The Wachowskis. Yeah. This one's still my favorite. The, uh, well, they're, uh, they're just called the Wachowskis now, right? We don't call Chowskis them sisters. Wachowski sisters. Yeah. Did they I both transition? I think they both transitioned, yeah. didn't they? Or is it yeah. just. Yeah. They both transitioned. Transition. It's Lena not like, like transitioning is crazy. I'm like, it's just wild that they both did it. Lena and. Yeah. Lana. Lana? Um, is, n- no. I think That's... it's Lana and Lily. They I both begin with L's. I know, right? They both begin with, why would you do that? <laughs> Especially when you're going to go for the rename. Like, why not do something a little more? Uh, Lena individual. and. No. Uh, it's kind of like my uh, no. grandparents when they it name their children. <laughs> you got Lanny, Larry, Leslie, and then my grandma Paulette. <laughs> and I love how it's like L-M-N-O-P. It's like, oh, yeah, we'll just go in alphabetical order. Why not? We'll be fine. I would I, like man, to see the Wachowskis and the Soska sisters do something together, like a four-person oh directorial thing. That'd be dope. I I don't know, man. After Jupiter ascending, I don't but know. But I I mean I like the Soska sisters more than the Wachowskis, though. So fair enough. Um, man, with Matrix though, I just the first one was so solid. I don't know yeah. if you needed a 
a second or third, but I mean, I, I like some elements they were coming in with, but man, they just overdid it. I think was the problem. They bought into a hundred percent that CGI was going to, does anybody remember how they get Neo once he comes out of the matrix and the machine shoots him down the tube and shit. Does anyone remember how they get him? What do you mean? Like how they get his physical body in the first one, in the first one. Yeah. yeah. I'm Uh, trying to remember. I don't think I they. Remember. I don't they, even know if they actually show it to you. He just gets they drained literally out of the shoot thingy. shoot him down into the tube, and he ends up in this big body of water. Yeah, and then and then uh, it just hard cuts. Away, the ship then. the ship comes and picks him up. There's a ship that oh, comes and picks him up. Oh, the, the Nebuchadnezzar or whatever. But then in up. the third movie, they're like, no one's ever been like in so many kilometers of the fucking like city area. I'm like, that's literally right there. Like, what are you yeah. what are you telling me? Well, and, I mean, you got to also understand once they remove the element of Neo actually being special, like he's one of many. Yeah. I'm like, man, you really just retconned yourself into yeah. just I don't give a shit land. Like, you know, at this point, it's like, oh, so it's just it's like crisis on infinitisms. It's like, well, when you tell me there's infinite worlds <laughs> and like you can't. How do you destroy infinity? You can't do that. Yeah. But, well, you know. Yeah. You got to play with it. Because they then, keep like, counting down to infinite one. But they like, had, where do you start? <laughs> yeah, where do you start? Where do you start and where do you end? But Because um, in that logic, the world should continuously be being created no matter what. There should well, be no stop. Again, and, and I'll Sorry. say, and I'll, again, with The Matrix, I'll just say the first one, I feel like you didn't need the sequel. Well, and I think the second movie should have been the finite. You didn't need mm-hmm. the trilogy because, man, where do you go after the – you have the weird ghosty twins, which – you know, the fight on the highway and stuff was cool or whatever. But then you have um, you have the Burly Brawl, which, man, did not look very good, even for the time. The Burly Brawl. It was when, when Neo was fighting, like, a hundred fucking Oh, Mr. Agent Smith. Smith. Yeah. Uh, I was like, that didn't even look good then. And now it's like, it looks terrible now. And then it's like, it didn't once look- you create, a, like, a mass of that and Neo's fighting, it's like, man, where do you go from there? It didn't look too bad. Especially when you're comparing it to Black Panther's end fight scene. It oh, looks man. almost the same. Oh, man. I catch too much hate for that. Why Why you got to bring that back into my life? I feel like but, I have to talk about that in Mandalorian like every week because I have the hot take that they're both not particularly very good. <laughs> I, f- I forget that there was like a big ass rave scene in Matrix 2. Yeah. Yeah. And I... And they you double know. down on that shit in the third one. And then they go into like the whole gimp suits and stuff like that in the third one and Woo! do the same rave scene, basically. I'm just like, what is going on? Let's just say when you hear about what they were doing in their personal lives at the time, Matrix 3 makes a lot more sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, I usually just... Uh, Animatrix is cool, though. The animated one. Animatrix is very cool. I thought that yeah. was pretty dope. The yeah. same animator did the animated uh, Riddick. And I also like that. Oh, well, yeah. I liked Pitch Black. The the last two things I got for those movies. I think it's called like Fury, like Pitch Black. Yeah, Fury. Dark Fury. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, this is cool. something my my wife doesn't really like get into a lot of shit with movies and stuff. Although she keeps telling me she did not like Scoob. Sorry, Tivis. Oh. <laughs> um, but after we got done watching the third Matrix movie, she's like. She, then she started thinking about all three of them, and she's like, how did Neo get out? And I, like, explained the whole scene and shit to her. And she's like, well, why did they drop him out? I was like, because the Matrix assumed he was dead because he was disconnected from it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they poop him out. 
But then she's like, well, later on, they tell you that the dead bodies get smushed up so that's food for the rest of the bodies. So why didn't they just do that? I was like, I don't know. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's hard, man. It's hard when you don't go back and do your homework. But I will I will take back like my whole statement because we have the fourth movie coming out. Yeah. And everyone's whole argument is how because Neo's dead. And the third one, they actually don't say that he died. But when also, he, they've already proven that there can be multiples. Right. But so they come back. They honestly have never, they never showed him die. They just showed his body just like there and the machines took it. They didn't actually show him die. So. Have they said anything about the plot to that yet? Uh, time travel, I think, is going to be Shut involved. up. No, don't. Yes. Oh, yes. no. Oh. Time you know travel. that's when you um, when you've run out of ideas. That's when time. Unless your movie is actually based on time travel, because even Trinity, the actress who played Trinity, is going to be in the movie too, and she clearly died. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think? What are I the over under that they use the fourth one and just retcon the the, the whole the last series? Two? No, the last two. Oh. And just go straight up like this is the actual sequel to the. First they were one. in the Matrix the whole well, time. The whole time. They could go uh, cloning because I mean, if there's been a ton of Neos, then they have to recreate. But him maybe somehow. that's not that there was a ton of Neos. Maybe they just kept taking him and putting him back into the Matrix. Sure. They oh, never actually that. state that there were clones or there were multiple of him. Because if go. they could clone the humans, they wouldn't need the humans to reproduce the other humans. I can tell you the only official synopsis out there is. The further adventures of Neo and Trinity. Time travel. <laughs> that it's all that right. Title. I'm just like, oh god! It sounds like a Dean Kane show. <laughs> adventures of Lois and Clark. Oh no! I, I already blew my wife's mind. I was like, you know, because they oh, never okay, really her mind. do. Got yeah. it. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, other things too, but um, they never tell you how the robots took over the planet. So I'm. I keep telling her. I was like, "This is completely like the continuation from Terminator." Oh no! Yeah, I was gonna say, Damn it! Damn it! You beat me too. I was gonna say. I was like, <laughs> "I'd like to think that they're all in the universe." I was just like, oh, "It's Terminator yeah. and then the Matrix." <laughs> yeah, because the Matrix over. is what's happening over in Japan during Judgment Day. <laughs> Real quick tangent: We were talking about crossovers uh, last time I was on. Have you guys heard of the Terminator uh, Alien Predator crossover? Yes. Wait, is this like a? It's in a the comic. movies. It's a comic. Oh, in the comics. Okay. It yeah. like that Earth we see at the end of Alien Resurrection is supposed to be literally Earth after Skynet tries to take over. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, according that to this comic, <laughs> that wouldn't be the most egregious thing in Alien Resurrection, so I'm fine with it. <laughs> Who owns the Terminator franchise right now? Is it Disney, Fox? At Disney? this point, Satan. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 20th Century Fox, isn't it? Was it? Or was it Universal? No. Fucking hell. How do I not remember? I I literally watched it like a month ago. I thought it was Fox that had done the Terminator movies. Well, they did Dark Fate, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) I just don't remember if they did the first two. Maybe that's why it sucks so bad. (laughs) They were just like, we're selling anyways. Who cares? (laughs) I just... Why did you think that that... Like... (sighs) Oh, it is... Okay, there's a lot of names attached here. Uh, Distributed, they got Paramount, Skydance, 20th Century. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so 20th Century is probably the main holder. The other ones are distribution companies. 
Well, because it also changed hands a bunch of times while yeah. it was after two. Skydance uh, currently owns the Terminator rights. Yeah. Okay. They yeah, they bought that bought for it in 2011, 20 million. Yeah, tw- only 20 million to buy that. That's crazy. That's they they spent more than that to make the damn movies. They were That's in just... a yeah, bidding war with Lionsgate and Sony. <laughs> ah. Fun bit of knowledge. James Cameron sold the rights of Terminator for only $1. Seriously? <laughs> to get to get them to get the first movie made, he sold the rights off to another uh, person slash company so that they would be the lead producer on it to get it made. That makes For sense. one he fucking could, dollar. Well, because the guy couldn't get fucking money, dude. If you yeah. go back and watch the first one, you'd be really surprised how slapdash that was. Like, they were doing, like, guerrilla filmmaking. Like, they didn't have permits for half the places that they were shooting at. A lot of the public stuff, they were actually open, like the bars and stuff. They were mm. doing a lot of stuff while they were during operating hours and... They did a lot of stuff on shoestring. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger even talked shit about the film because I think he was just finishing up. Um, Conan. Yeah, and he's it was like, the yeah, Conan. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go do this like shitty indie film, like about some stupid robot, and like he, you know, because he didn't even have any like speaking lines. Really. Well, yeah, because wasn't someone else cast for the Terminator? Uh, they did have somebody else in mind. I forget who uh, it was. I, it was yeah, a I big could... person at the time. Uh, I think they actually even end up, or no, they bring in one of his like body bodybuilding buddies, Lance Henriksen. Yeah, I thought it was somebody being, else. He ends up being in the film, though. I think, if I remember correctly. Um, I just huh. that movie is fucking good. I forgot how good Terminator One is, and I like how Terminator One and Two are completely different films. Like, yeah. James Cameron's good at that shit, where it's like, you had your original, which Ridley Scott knocked it out of the park with Alien, but then he takes that world and just expands on it and doesn't ruin anything. Like, he just just takes elements from the first one and just hypes them up, turns them into an action film, and I'm like, all right, this works. Mm-hmm. And then Alien 3 comes out, and I want to fucking kill myself, because they made Ripley an idiot, and I'm not happy about it. Okay. Have you ever done any uh, alien cosplay? Dude, come on, Tibbs. Like, if she had, if if in the first film she refuses, she refuses to break protocol by letting the guy in because of the contamination stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, she plays by the rules one hundred percent. And then once she realized the company was fucking him over, she turned cut. And like now, her whole thing is to make sure that these aliens do not survive. And in the third film, she doesn't tell anybody about anything that's happening like charles dance is cutting up newt and stuff which thanks for killing newt off fucking camera that was awesome um but like she's asked like 50 times like what's going on what why ripley doesn't tell anybody anything until like fucking 20 people are dead and i'm like awesome why are you so stupid all of a sudden they had to make ripley dumb or the movie didn't happen okay it made me really sad it made me sad. No, that's sad. It made me really sad. And they killed off Charles Dance, who was like the most he was like the most compelling character. He had this really cool backstory. He's like telling her his history and why he ended up on the prison planet. And uh as soon as you're like, "Wow, that is that is a really compelling backstory for his character." And Charles Dance is awesome, by the way. And then like less than done? 2 seconds later, he's dead. They kill him. I'm like, why? Why'd you kill him? Because Paul McGann's there. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
Oh, man. The best doctor, right, as some say? Okay. You done? You, you done being a little baby? Hey. 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 Look. <laughs> they didn't blow people, need to know, pe- people need to know these things, Michael. They need to know. They need <sighs> to understand. Okay. Anyways. Same, same reason why Last of Us 2 sucks, because they made Joel an idiot. I've never Tommy. played any of those games, so I don't I really care. Don't know. Yeah, I have Why? no opinion on games. That's <laughs> fine. I'd even argue, like, well, okay, Last of Us 1's fine, but the second one doesn't even feel like a game. It's just like a movie that you, kind of feels like a Telltale game, actually, where you kind of just push a button from time to time. I like Telltale games. They're fun. I did, yeah, I did, too. I did too. I like the Batman one, um, and I was digging the Game of Thrones one, but they didn't, like, finish it. So kind of I went to, to the comic shop earlier today before nerd. we started to like pick a nerd. up pick up issue three of the the janika ninja turtle comic what'd you call me you heard you can't me. say that word janika no you can't say uh, that word which is the the one i was telling you about the female ninja turtle and stuff like that the human that was turned into a turtle actually venus no so that's perfectly fine for her and casey jones to hook up apparently fucking michael um but while i was while i was there this is how <laughs> this is how tone deaf I am to like celebrities, not tone deaf, like how I just don't give a shit about celebrities anymore. Because apparently while I was at the comic shop, they had a star from the Mandalorian series in the store. Oh. <laughs> One of the Ooh. bounty hunters signing off autographs and shit like that. And I literally was standing right next to him hearing them talk and shit. And I was just like, can I get out of here, please? <laughs> You said one of the bounty hunters. Which one? He played Gekko? G-E-K-K-A-O? Oh! Uh, it's the fucking guy who gets fucking killed in the, the uh, fifth one. The fifth big episode. fight or scene. No. no, it wasn't the fifth episode. That was, no. uh, it was, the, it was the end episode. Yeah. Was the last one? Sounds like it. One. His name is Dominic Pace. Yeah, he thinks and, the sequel trilogy suck ass, and it's really funny. And, it makes uh, me laugh. So he was at there... <laughs> He was at the shop, and I just completely was like, I don't care. Well, his character's like, kind of a nothing burger. Like, well, not only that, it's just like, actors don't get me. Like, I just, I don't have to run over to an actor. I just, I'm, I think I'm it depends on them. the actor. You shut your face. <sighs> There's not many that would get me. You I got, don't believe that. I don't believe that for a second. I, like, who? Michael, don't one. give in to your cynicism. You're lying tell, to yourself. Tell me sir. one that you think I, I would like. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I met The Rock when I was a fucking kid. But you still would go talk to him. He he did rock bottoms on us. No, that that's not a sexual thing, people. Calm down. It's not Hollywood. <laughs> uh, uh, You would go talk to Kevin Smith. I would talk to him, but I wouldn't fanboy out. Shut up. I would, t- I would be like, oh, you my would, God, I mean, Tusk is so good. My podcast partner I get hates it. it. You should come I, on and yell at him. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Damn it. I get it that you wouldn't, like, go. You're, I know it's not like the Backstreet Boys. You're not going to go run screaming at him going, like, oh, my God, sweat on me. Um, Backstreet, turn back. I'm right here. Help. No. Bad. Okay. We back. saw them live. Right. Wait, what? What? Yeah, we saw the Backstreet Boys live when they came to town. I'm this sorry. Best concert we've been to. <laughs> Is this back when they were like popular or like now? No, like no. Uh, after their last album where they were doing the cute. Acu- oh, my God. I can't talk acoustic stuff. Oh. Um. So how are you guys? How do you guys fare them with celebrities? Because I'm I, 
work with random ones all the time, and I don't really get phased by them a whole lot. Wow, fucking humble brag, so, bro. I know, right? So, like, <laughs> like you, Amelia, I'm sure you've met a decent amount, right? Not, like, no. working with, but no? I mean, I've met people in the porn world, but I haven't okay. met too many big Have there any been, like, big names that you got to meet in your industry that you, like, were really psyched to meet and shit? Or? Oh, gosh. See, I'm not... <laughs> I don't fangirl out either. See, like, see, if I'm going to fangirl you. out... <laughs> You're all just jaded. That's what I'm hearing. Like, if I if I were to meet a celebrity, I'd try to turn it into some sort of, like, opportunity. Ah, I, got <laughs> I would get a picture. Yeah. Like, I'd totally get a picture, but, you know, that's because I can promote it on social media and stuff. I feel you. So. I feel you. It's, you and Michael with your devious, I mean, devious ways. I think part of it is that I went to um, an acting conservatory for college, so it's like I've <laughs> I've seen behind the curtain. You know, I know what actors are like, what professional actors are like, How and sad they a lot really of them are great people. Um, yeah. But you know, they're and I wouldn't say they're all normal. And I say this with all the love of my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I just are not exactly normal people, but the majority of them are lovely. Yeah. And very well, sympathetic, too. Well, like, come on now. Like, we all know there's a reason why people do certain things that they do. And actors and comedians kind of feel like a very good representation of that. You know, it's like YouTubers and stuff. It's like we mm-hmm. want attention. We get fulfilled by – what is it? What are they called? Um, it's like audience gratification. Being a sociopath? Or, well, no, sociopath <laughs> is not having no. feelings at all. It's more, it's more the opposite, actually. It's like I'm fueled yeah. by the desire of pleasing other people or right. them. Yeah. Or, like, my fuel is other people's adoration, that kind of shit. It's not the adoration. It's it's the enjoyment. Maybe. That yeah. You have the ability to affect other people, to affect your audience. And that's what I really enjoy is, like, yeah. being able to give people an experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was right. what, drove, what um, drew me to acting. Well, I mean, I was I – was, eight years old when I started taking acting classes. So really what attracted me to it was that it was fun. But yeah. for me, that was the thing that kept me going in entertainment. Well, it's, it's hard yeah. because like I would, I would equate like acting and stuff to being almost like an athlete. Like it's something, it's a craft that you have to constantly hone. You have to be on, mm-hmm. on game. And the whole point is, is to prove to others. Like it's, it's strange that acting is something that you constantly have to prove that you can do. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like, cause even like people like Denzel Washington and shit. Yeah. They, people go, well, I'm making this movie for him. That kind of thing. But Chris Pratt and Chris Evans and shit, they still have to go to auditions and stuff and be like, yes, I can yeah. act. And well, uh, no, it's not about, can you act as it's, do you fit the role in part like and mm-hmm. will you mesh with the other actors? Well, yeah, but like sometimes you're not like in an audition room. You're not with the other actor. Sometimes you'll luck out and you'll get to be with at least yeah. one or two of your closer. Close I mean, it, it depends on where you are in the audition process. Oh, yeah. Like for the first audition, you're probably not going to. I mean, you might be with another actor, but you're probably. You're less likely to. Mm-hmm. Um, TV whereas shows, I with think a callback, are... you know, you're more likely to be actually working with somebody yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I'm sure I'm sure there's a lot of like sending stuff just like do it on your phone and send it to us type stuff just for the initial the initial stuff especially in like lower budgets and stuff like that but it's probably for the bigger actors bigger named actors but not for like your smaller guys you still have to go in and well i don't know man like no you you need to bring in your resume and your headshot because what 
And I mean, I have more experience with theater, but you know what they'll do. It's not like they'll be scrolling through a list on their computer. Mm -hmm. uh, casting directors will actually lay out the different photos mm -hmm. so that they can, you know, put them in yep. piles and stuff like that. I did. So. I remember having to do that at my school when we did one because we were doing a <laughs> we were doing a a short about like a school shooting like. Thanks, whoever decided to write that horrible script. Um, yeah, I don't remember who did that. We, I, 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 I do. I'm just not going to say the name. I, um, we almost got fired from that too. Yeah, because I, because <laughs> I was told I had creative control because I was the director and I did some rewrites and they weren't happy about that. And uh, uh, we ended up trying to do our cast, and everybody, and I had, we had diversity in our crew. Like our mm -hmm. casting director was Hispanic. We had. Uh, the writer was Hispanic and one of our art directors was Hispanic and they tried to whitewash my cast. And I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. I need, I need it. It's a high school. Like I need, I need some representation, not just for the sake of it, but I need somebody to play off of all these fucking white kids. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Plus when know? the script was written, it, it, you could tell there was some diversity written in the dialogue somewhere. Yeah. So it's and like it, you need somebody that can portray that type of character and will be believable. Yeah, you know? and it's like, and I, and when Amelia just, I my brain just flashed back to the table where we had like thirteen people yeah. for like six roles, I think, all laid out, and it's just like, man, you really do notice something about every. Why does everybody look the same <laughs> except yeah. for like these three people? I still have yeah. uh, most of their contacts for the people that didn't get the role anyways. The people yeah. that did get the role, they're still on my Facebook. But uh, I remember there was one girl who had done um, some horror movie that was out at the time. Uh, I, I don't recall what horror movie it was, but it was in theaters. And uh, we on her resume, it said, you know, she was a screamer, uh, scream queen or type shit like that it, oh, on the yeah. resume. So we got her to like do the scream in the audition room. And then, like, people came in afterwards and were, like, worried <laughs> to death. It was so fun. Oh. Yeah, I miss casting directing. Like, I haven't done I casting that. directing at least three years now. So, Because I, I did it after school. But, like, everything afterwards Man. was just kind of, eh. Because you don't meet as much of a variety of people. It's usually the same people from that same yeah. town. Or just, man, this, like, in general, like, talk about what a thankless job being a casting director is. Because mm -hmm. when it's, when, when a movie's poorly casted, oh, man, can you feel it? You're like, why? But, like, when somebody's perfect for a role, it's just, like, people just go, well, yeah, I never questioned it. I never questioned it because it was perfect. Like, when yeah. you look at Lord of the Rings, like, I can't imagine anybody other than, like, Elijah Wood being Frodo. Or, like, Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. Or You mean, like, like this guy in the Superman outfit right next to us? Who oh, man. Be Superman, How do you not like, do Kingdom Come with Brandon Ruth right now? <laughs> How do you not do it? I know that Superman Returns sucked, but come on. Yeah. Brandon Ruth looked awesome. He got screwed over because of a bad story. And, yeah. That makes me sad. And then even more people just don't watch the movie now because of the Kevin Spacey crap. So that movie gets even more shit. <laughs> it's just always the hardest one. It's like when you can break down Superman Returns to literally he never throws a punch in the entire film. It's like, wow, that sounds boring. He doesn't? Nope. I didn't he, know that either until somebody said it. He stops a bullet with his eye. I know that. That was a pretty dope scene. It's a cool scene. Yeah. Cool scene. But yeah, he never throws a punch. I don't believe that. I'm going to have to rewatch it to see. Yeah. Never I think because he, he, he throws a punch when he's on the kryptonite island. 
No, he's just getting his ass kicked by uh, Kumar. He still throws a punch. I don't think so. It just doesn't uh, hurt Maybe anyone it's not because super, he's maybe not. It's not a yeah, super it's not punch. a Superman punch. Like yeah. he threw it and it got caught or something. Sorry, maybe people, he never we're connects. a bunch of fucking nerds. <laughs> yeah. It's just sad. It's just like, why? how do you get Superman so wrong when you got it right with Christopher Reeves in the first film? Yeah. You know? Which is what Brandon Routh's character was supposed to be. It was supposed to be the continuation yeah. from Superman 2, I believe. Yeah. They were like trying to negate all the other Superman movies. Yeah, like they did I, with uh, with Terminator. Yeah. Which, when they did the oh, Terminator shit. Dark Fate, they just pick and chose shit from the three movies they were saying Terminator. weren't in existence Terminator. anymore anyways. Oh, you gotta love filmmakers. They're they're kind of uh I don't wanna see they're not artistic, but they're just getting lazier. Well, and I think they're malicious. Like I I've been telling people with a lot of these stories lately, they feel like they're made by people who fucking hate the franchise or hate the fans. It's like it's not even like, oh, we went in a different direction. It's like, no, we're going in a different direction and fuck your old stuff, you nerds. And it's like, oh man, could you just like be a little nicer about it? Or like could you just <laughs> maybe just do your own story and not ruin characters? That's why I'm super excited for the Chucky TV show to come out because Don Mancini is actually still behind that. Hope it's which good. is pretty dope. Because, oh, man, you were – oh, boy, were you right <laughs> about that new Chucky movie. Oh, boy. That is I'll, a terrible film. Yeah. I, I have an issue, Amelia, with the new Chucky film. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I haven't seen it. Good. Don't. Yeah, do, do yourself a favor. <laughs> it, it is bad. Like, even just, like, on a technical level, it's, like, just shot really boring, and it's, like – Oof. And like Mark Hamill does the voice of Chucky, which you're, you'd think would be like, oh, this is awesome. It's Mark Hamill. And you're like, oh, it's Mark no. Hamill. Like as Chucky, you're <laughs> like, this doesn't feel right. Like it's really <laughs> strange. Uh, Aubrey Plaza's in it, just being Aubrey Plaza, I guess. I don't. It's a really Not strange Not going to lie, I love her in Legion. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I, really like that I like her in Parks and Rec. I like her in Parks and Rec. I don't think there's anything I've seen her in that I don't like her in except for her character in the Child's Play movie. Just because it it made absolutely no sense, especially compared to the character she was supposed to be playing from the original movie. It it they kind of like, you know, raped it basically. So Wow. Yeah. I said Wow. Trigger wow. word, right? That's a trigger word, I think. <gasps> I don't know. Oh, Twitter bots will come after you, be careful. Right. We'll make sure that's uh, in the promo. Woof. <laughs> but All right, what time is it? Two all right. Uh is Tivis even still here? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay. Um. I was just making sure because you said you had to go at a certain time, man, so I just don't Yeah, I just didn't want to interrupt. It was an interesting conversation. <laughs> Well, I guess at, I guess at this point, because I have tons of stuff I could probably yeah. talk about, but nobody needs to listen to me bitch all the time. So I'm like more like Amelia. Like, what do you got? Like, uh, I let's just say well, like, you, we uh, we cut her off from when she was talking about some things that she wanted to do. She wants because she was talking about uh, Wonder Woman cosplay. Oh yeah, yeah. And then we just kind of like went off. Which which cosplay? <laughs> yeah, is that's it? fine. I mean, they got the gold armor coming, too, and all that weird. Yeah, I mean, the problem with the gold armor, like, so for me as a 
pornographic cosplayer, I have to consider certain things about the outfits. So the gold armor, as badass as it looks, and I do think it's badass and I kind of wish I could wear it, um, it's not that great for porn. Because, you know, like, Mm. you'd have to take the whole thing off and it's like this kind of, like, I don't know. Like, I I don't even know how to make that costume. Um, So I'm just going to go with the original movie version, which I really like because I like that See, I'm the weird guy. I'm always the weird guy. I always think I always think strip teases are like the coolest thing in the world. Like I always like the build up. Like once you get into the act, you're kind of like, all right, cool. I'm I'm yeah. not there. So, but like the the fun part is like the costume and the removal of the costume and all that. And I always feel yeah. bad because this is a um, this is a, <laughs> this is a thing. Like, sorry, sorry everyone, if I get too graphic. Uh, it's something I always bugged me, and and definitely no offense to you or anybody in general. When I see cosplay porn it always hurts my soul when there's like the spandex like a mm-hmm. full-on captain marvel or a full-on catwoman and they rip the crotch so they can i think a lot of costumes now lately have been better about putting a zipper down there crotch zippers i love crotch zippers but i'm like my full body suits have crotch zippers well black widow doesn't have a crotch zipper but it's annoying but I mean, I, the zipper is very in. long so oh, it almost hits my crotch so I just, it always hurt my soul. I was like, oh man, yeah. that's like a one and done with the costume. Oh, yeah. <laughs> rip. But, uh, I mean, some people are really into like the whole ripping of the yeah. pants yeah. or the top. Thing. Nah, I saw Hulk Hogan do it too many times. So I'm like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> That was always that was always like the big joke. It's like when Co- Cosmopolitan used to say like, Whoa, "What are like the ten top ten things you can do to please your man?" What the fuck was that? Oh, it was Ice Cube. Sorry. Um, it's like show up in a football jersey. I'm like, no, don't do that. Because one, I'll just have to take it off you then. And then second, I go like, okay, so now is Emmett Smith hot or like what? Right. Like next Sunday when I watch it, it's like, oh, I don't know, man. Those pants are pretty tight. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, it's a, everyone. It's, 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 it's kind of like uh, that episode in that 70s show where she dresses up like Princess Leia, but like with the white thing on and not the, the fancy bikini and shit. And he's like rubbing his face on the yeah. <laughs> That 70s show is awesome. Oh, man. I don't know. It's... Oh, oh, and Tivis, uh, we needed to remind you, uh, Scoob's really bad, by the way. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> We loved it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, we can all be wrong. <laughs> it's fine. Yes, Will Forte may not be the best Shaggy, but I still loved it. <laughs> Isn't it neat how Scoob got his name? Yeah, I didn't mind it. Oh, man. It's, okay, it reminded okay, me, okay. That's the story? It reminded me of uh, when this... Han Solo got his name in his movie. Because he so, was Solo. Have you seen Scoob yet, Amelia? Nope. No. Or have you seen any of the trailers or anything like that? Um, I know it exists, and I know it kind of got panned. <laughs> Do you have interest in it? <laughs> well, you know, I, I watched the original series rerun- reruns when I yeah. was a kid, so. We just bought all the Diamond Collection, and they're fun. Just, it's not wow. a spoiler, because, well, I mean, it's, a, it's kind in the of trailer. a spoiler, but it's in the trailer. The trailer spoils it, but, like, how he gets his name. It's like, Scooby's like this, uh, 
he's like a stray dog or some shit. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And then like the cops are chasing him, and then um, he goes to the cop or to uh, Shaggy, and Shaggy's like, beach. "Well, this is my dog." Uh, and they're on the beach and stuff. And well, what's his name? And then he like is looking around and you know do, does this stupid like Scooby. Because uh, there's a box of Scooby snacks on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I want to die. <laughs> it's like I didn't even yeah, know that yeah. they were actually called Scooby snacks. Uh, yeah. That was the old yeah. Thing. That's the whole thing about. No, them. I know that now, but it's funny that that's how Scooby gets his name that just from the makes snacks. Me sad. It's like, oh man. And now it's canon for you. John. I just can't. I can't wait for when I have my child and somebody's like, "Is that your kid?" It's like, what's his name? And I'm sitting at the airport. I'm like, uh, just Cinnabon. No, the 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 stupidest thing about that whole scene not isn't how he gets his name, but it's like, the 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 cop is like, oh well, he's got a uh, middle name, so I guess we can't yeah. we can't <laughs> I, legally we can't do anything, and just fucking walks off. I'm just like, real? what? Yeah. Oh, oh the, no. the jokes in this are so cheesy, and I love them. Well, and they're, like, outdated, too. It's really strange. Like, they make Simon Cowell references, and I'm like, for a movie that came out, like, a year ago? It, it yeah. just came out, not even yeah, a year this ago, year. a few months ago. That's so it strange. It was this year. But yeah. I'll, you, you can even give him the benefit of the doubt that it was at least in production maybe a year and a half ago, and you still use that joke. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's for the parents. Well, I imagine when it comes to like remaking this stuff, you're like when you like with Sonic, the idea is, is you're going to get a bunch of Joe Schmoes like me who love the games bringing their children or just fucking not having anything better to do and just showing up and going and watching it. Because uh, my uh, Hannah and I went and watched it because they decided to listen to people and change the, the way he looked. I'm like, oh, at least he looks good. And I like Jim Carrey. And it would have been nice to see Jim Carrey at least be Jim Carrey again for a while yeah and then um uh, i like ben schwartz the guy who did the voice for sonic uh because he's john ralphio in parks and rec and he was he does one of the voices in um the the new scrooge mcduck redo which i also like tales yes thank you god i could not think i could not think of the (laughs) title to save my life um david Tennant. (laughs) yeah david Tennant is scrooge mcduck man he gets to use his scottish voice for once hell yeah i like it I support. I support this. Uh, Why but, didn't they you know, get David Tennant in the movie Tennant? That would have been a smart. Thing I hate you. Also, <laughs> yeah, that was that, like my first thought when I saw that trailer. I was like, "Why is he doing it? <laughs> Why they, spe- they spelled his name wrong? It's terrible." Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I, man, what was it? Can now real question? Why didn't they get Jaleel White to come back and play the voice of Sonic in the movie? That just seems mean. Get what? Who? Um, I did not know this, but apparently Jaleel White has been the voice of Sonic for, like, two iterations now. For, like, Sonic Boom and all that shit? Yeah. Okay. So, if people don't know who Jaleel White is, welcome to the time capsule portion of the podcast. Uh, He was Steve Urkel on Family Matters. Oh. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I believe... (laughs) I don't... Tivis, I heard you clacking away on your keyboard. I may need you to do some Google searching. He's like, he's like, um, he's like our uh, Felicity Smoke. We just call him to fact check. I was thinking that the other day. I was like, why doesn't he have a Felicity Smoke picture right there? Because that's all he is to us. Or no, not all you are to us, but (laughs) damn, I I didn't even reduce you down to that. I appreciate you. Or even more, you're like, um, who's what's the name of the guy's name? Uh, the uh, Kim Possible's 
friend who does all the stuff. Not Ron Stoppable, but the, the, the computer guy. Anyway, neither here nor there. Um, Jaleel White had a podcast where he went over, I think it was old um, Deal or No Deal episodes. And he commentated on old one, and he called it Jaleel or No Deal. Mm. I go, I want this to be true. I want it to be true because it's the most random ass thing in the world. He and does a lot of podcast. voice work. He does a lot of voice work. I know that. Hey, what am I looking up? Because I got distracted. Apparently, Urkel was in Scooby Doo. No, <laughs> Urkel was the voice of Sonic. And he's also. No, I, he he appeared also... Wait. <laughs> Wait, what? He didn't. Steve, Steve oh, yeah, Urkel he showed up in, in Scoop? Yeah. In, yeah, with no, the not TV Scoop, show. Yeah. The oh, TV show. okay. He, oh, all right. he plays as himself, as Steve Urkel. What? Like, Steve Urkel shows up in Scooby Doo as. Like, the oh, actor yeah. is playing yeah, yeah, Steve yeah. Urkel. Oh, and, I remember okay. Total Blackout. That was yeah. fun. Guys were confusing the shit out of me. I was like, what's happening? But he does a lot of voice acting because anytime you see him on screen, you're like, oh, it's Urkel. <laughs> like, I don't know. No, he's Stefan Urkel when he's not wearing the glasses. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I still say it's Urkel. I was like, hey, it's Urkel. Where's the Urkel also, mobile? okay, here's something. How does everybody feel about Brie Larson and her YouTube channel? Because apparently everybody's got a fucking opinion on this. Man, do I, haven't man, do it. I not care? <laughs> Holy shit! She's gonna I, first. She's doing YouTube, then she's gonna move on to OnlyFans, and that's that's it. She's gonna take all the Captain Marvel uh, cosplayers with, out of business, and <laughs> not with those feet. She's not. Um, she, she's not gonna join OnlyFans. OnlyFans. <laughs> not a fan of OnlyFans. Oh, You're I see not. What you uh oh. I see what you did there. What are your grievances? Air them out. This is the place to do it. This is the. Yeah, we make fun of OnlyFans like all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Lately. Well, I mean, the company has shitty customer service. Yeah, it does. Yeah. They they've recently been shutting down people's accounts because like they've been marked for fraud for bullshit reasons too. Because it's like. The banks hmm. or something are marking OnlyFans as fraud by default. Oh, for fuck's sake. I don't know. Yeah. It was on wow. Twitter. I, like, I I stopped using OnlyFans a while ago just because. Why bother? I have, yeah. I have opinions about OnlyFans. Well, you're still. Uh, it's owned by my free cams, actually, and I have opinions about Is it now? <laughs> okay. I think so. Yeah. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah. No, yeah. I do you would like this story. This was something I brought up a long time ago and it's not her fault, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Cause that's who I was following at the time. I don't know if you've ever heard of Meg Turney. Uh, she used to work for like source fed and stuff like that. She yeah. was like a commentator. And then um, uh, now she pretty much does uh lewd cosplay, essentially a Jessica Negri knockoff. For gotcha. the most part. And um, uh, I've always just been interested in her career. Cause she worked at rooster teeth and stuff. And she's like with Gavin free. Who's one of the slow-mo guys. So it's just, it's just kind of fanfare. Interesting. And she, I mean, she's not unattractive, so I'm just always curious what she's got going on. Um, I checked out her OnlyFans thing and you have to have an account obviously to subscribe, but to yeah. subscribe to her is free. So it's like, Oh, okay. But I signed up with Google and it did an auto complete for me. And, uh, 
So it tethered all my information. So like any credit cards, like because I use Amazon and PayPal and all that shit, uh, it tethered all my stuff to it. Um, <laughs> so I accidentally was swiping and I one clicked one of her photos and it's just a single fucking photo and it cost me $35. <laughs> I go, you motherfucker. <laughs> It, it was literally the equivalent of like when you're scrolling Twitter and you accidentally like like somebody's thing. It was literally yeah. the equivalent of that. And I go, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like I was I was not very happy <laughs> about that. Yeah. And uh, so I immediately I'm like, oh, I'll never go back to the site ever again, like ever. And uh, wow, that's funny because their interface is awful, especially on the mobile. Yeah, it's absurd how ugly it is i mean i don't i don't know how much they've redesigned it or developed it since mfc bought them but i don't think they've really done much they I, added I the um the pay to open message feature mm. i know that since i'm pretty sure that's since they were bought it's just like uh, a, but it's just I, like a re- more bare bones yeah. version of patreon it's just like it's just really yeah. shit i, I don't yeah. know yeah. Really the dumb. patreon actually has like Service. Well, and like tears and like, and I don't know. They just, Patreon yeah. knows what they're doing. It's always so weird to see like how it's like, it was the, well, like fucking Tivis was pissed off with the uh, HBO max when it came out and like, <laughs> and like uh, Disney plus really sucked when it first came out. And I'm like, how yeah. do you guys suck so bad when Netflix and Hulu yeah. have been nailing it for like a decade? Like how do you they fuck haven't tried it yet? Well, it's just there's there's a better site in my opinion than OnlyFans, but it's not as popular in the straight community. Um, Shout it out. It's called Just for Fans. Just for dot fans. Oh yeah, I've been hearing rumbling. Just for dot fans. Just for dot fans. Yeah. Interesting. That's the one that I use Um, because you. It's a little more like Patreon in that you can create different tiers. and the guy who created it is pretty fucking awesome. Like, he's really responsive to inquiries. Uh, he's also a former porn performer. I, I don't know if he's still working. But it's pretty popular in the gay scene. Um, drag queens use it, too. That's because the owner and creator, Dominic, um, comes from the gay scene. So. Okay. Yeah. So inclusivity, it's what we all like nowadays, right? It's like the Tinder yeah. Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I guess while we're shouting out fucking websites, uh, how's uh, the building a year's going? You like you finished up? You still Ooh. working on it? I mean, I have a few things that I need to go through on the back end, but in terms of presentation, it's public now. So awesome. www.ameliasong.com. Shout out! Yes, <laughs> nothing wrong with shilling. I like it. Oh yeah! Fucking everybody, go there now, right now. Totally should. And check out my blogs too. That's oh Nick my god, that's right. You're a blogger. You're a blogger now. <laughs> I don't like, have too many articles yet. But. You're like George R. R. Martin. <laughs> Hopefully, you get your books done faster. Damn it! <laughs> you know, this is my first book. Though, to be fair, I have had one of these characters in the back of my mind for 12 years. So. Uh, can I say, though? I've <laughs> I bet I use them. I've, uh, I think you need to copyright uh, Porn World. You have said that multiple <laughs> times. And I want to see that movie. I want it to be like a Tron knockoff. 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we go into we go into porn world. It's kind of like hackers, but like oh man, more risque. But yeah. Well, um, uh, real quick before we dive into more stuff, guys. Tivis, you gotta go, bud. Yeah, yeah, I got to take right, off man. here. I didn't want to interrupt. Them. No, you're good. You're oh. good. That's why I'm. That's what I'm here for. The interrupt. Uh, <laughs> but uh, real quick before I go, going yeah. back, um, I don't know if you enjoy reading comics in your, your leisure time, Amelia. But uh, fans <laughs> of the the My Little Pony show should uh, check out this comic from Action Labs called uh, Vamplets. It's a babysitter who gets tricked into babysitting a bunch of baby vampires. It's really awesome. I read the first volume and then I kind of fell off for some reason, but I recommend. Oh, this looks cute. <laughs> okay, I like. That yeah, I'm looking cool. it up. That looks cute. Awesome. I gotta go, everyone. It's nice right, to man. meet you. Yeah, it's nice meeting you. Have a good one, Tivis. I will meet you. Let me know how uh, your wings are. No. At, uh, <laughs> at, uh, at your favorite establishment. Yeah. Can't get enough. All right, man. Have <laughs> a good one. Later. Later. See ya. And then there were three. Uh-oh. There can be only one. Oh, my God. The vamplets are cute. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, oh they're so cute. They look like the like ugly dolls or whatever they call them. Oh, my God. Oh, they look so like uh, munch- the munchkin things. Like garbage pail kids and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, sorry, audio fans. I got. I'm. I'm getting lost. Go Google Vamplet. V A M P L E T. The nursery of something. Terror. I don't remember. Just die. Although there is a company called Vamplet LLC. So. <laughs> oh well, there you go. Interesting. Oh man. All right. So now you can dive back into the books. He just wanted to get going. Um. With your book stuff, how many do you have planned to write? Or are you just like winging it as you go? Um, I think the idea is going to be three to start with. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm kind of modeling it. Um, obviously, okay. Obviously, I need to finish it first and <laughs> yes. see if I can actually get it published. Because the number will depend on whether or not I can actually get it published. But um, you know, I plan on making the first arc the first three books. I I would like to make it so that there is potential for it to continue on. Mm-hmm. Um, since it is this sort of like niche thing, you know, you'll see a lot of these urban fantasy and urban um, and paranormal romance novels too that'll start out with just a couple of them that just keep going, 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 going. Um, so you wind up with like, gosh, I don't even know how many, 20 something books for the Anita Blake series and like Animorphs 18 or something for Patricia Briggs's Mercy Thompson and stuff like that. So we'll see what happens. Um, but right now I'm right now. I, I feel like I kind of have to write the entire story arc out for the first three books in order to like finish the first one. Yeah. That's kind of where like, I'm at right now. You mean, unlike what Disney did with the Star Wars trilogy? Unlike Actually, what Disney did with Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> it's like, yeah. You should I have mean... had, like, a core team of writers who write all three of them. Yes. They Why should have done just grab, 
You could have just grabbed somebody from the fucking EU and just had them help you with the script. You had stuff. You had stuff to work from. Mm -hmm. It's just sad. But uh, no, to your point with like making sure like an arc kind of sustains itself. I mean, that's something you saw like when they tried to break up The Hobbit into these extra movies. Like you're putting all this padding in and you're like, oof, how much can we add without disrupting the core value of the the IP that I'm using? The tone of the Hobbit movies was completely off. It just felt strange because you could tell Peter didn't want to do it and it felt cheap and it was just kind of, just didn't work. It's like, the thing about The Hobbit is that The Hobbit Hobbit is a kid's book. Pretty much, yeah. Like it's written, it's a kid's book. Whereas Lord of the Rings, you know, the trilogy, that's high fantasy. Like it's written more with an adult audience in mind. I think they really did a disservice to the Hobbit story by making it, you know, so much more adult-oriented instead of just really leaning into the whimsical elements of it. Yeah, that's funny. That was exactly the word I was thinking, was whimsical. Yeah, yeah, like, the the book is whimsical. It's cute, it's funny. I like the, uh, the cartoon one from... Yes. The 70s? Oh, God, yeah. The 80s? That one. I I can't remember the artist, but it's... Yeah, I mean, like, the idea was, is, like, and especially because people think Hobbit, they think The Ring, and it's like, no, The Ring was a fucking afterthought in that Mm. book. (laughs) Because when they came for Fellowship of the Rings, when when R.R.R. Tolkien, it was literally him coming back to the franchise and going, what do I have? And then he created the history with The Ring and stuff. Like, it was just a trinket that they found, and it corrupted... Smeagol, and that's pretty much it. Like, after that, it's just a, it's honestly just an afterthought, really. And the whole thing with him was just the adventure itself. The trolls were the big thing, and Smaug. Those were the, those were the big elements. Mm. And it was like, I mean, they nailed, they nailed, they nailed Smaug. Like, that was fine. Yeah. Yeah. But like, hell, like getting there and then everything after, it's just like, I think the Lord, the, the Hobbit movies, granted, I only saw the first one, but I feel the tone of it should have been, laid out more like um, the line, the witch in the wardrobe series was sure. Yeah. That would have been a better tonal area for that series right there. And then it's just, then it was just hard because it was just like, they regressed so hard in the practicals and, and like a lot of the other like basic elements of filmmaking they decided to use. Like the idea of having these big CGI monster bad guys constantly and like shooting in 40, like, Distributing at forty-eight frames per second made all of your backdrops and CGI look like garbage. What like about just the uh, horrible GoPro roller coaster scene? Dude, I can't get over that. Like everybody thinks I'm fucking insane, but that's when I—that's when I jumped out of the film, and now I'm just critiquing it. Like I have no investment left. Yeah. Was they're all in the barrels going down the thing, and they keep cutting back to obvious GoPro footage, and I just go why are you using GoPro footage in this film? I could not, I just, I could not get over it. It hurt my soul. It, it, it just, uh And not only did they use GoPro footage, ugh. but they used it poorly. Like, you can use the GoPro footage properly. I but guess, but man. The way this... they did it, you, you could tell that it was GoPro footage. If you're going to do it right, especially in that big of a budget of a film, make it so it doesn't look like GoPro footage. Well, you and know? also you're cutting back and forth from it. Yeah. So it's just so obvious. It hurts. Like, ugh. Ugh. Yeah. I could, I could talk about how much I hate that film. 
there's stuff that I mean, there's redeemable shit in there. Like the casting's pretty solid, oh. but music's good. There's also a bunch of uh, labor disputes going on in New Zealand at the time when yep. I believe it. Yeah, during because the they didn't want to use Weta, and then there was like they were losing rights to like some of the land, and they were having it, it was just it was a whole fucking mess. It was. Yeah, and Peter Jackson just not wanting to be there is like, oof, that's a big... Yeah, that'll uh, do it. <laughs> that's a big, uh, oh no. Because him and, like, Guillermo del Toro, like, I always put them on the same level. Like, when they are passionate about something, holy hell is it good. Like, oh, the no. first Hellboy is some of the coolest shit I've ever seen. Like, oh man. Makes you sad we didn't get that third one from him. Yeah. That would have been... That would have been pretty dope. And then we got they, the they, shitty remake. They purposely screwed him over with that because they wanted him to do a second, um, the the mecha robot suit thing. Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> can you do a sequel to that? Uh, Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. They wanted him to do the sequel to Pacific Rim, and he said he'll do it once he gets his third Hellboy movie. And that's when they were like, all right, fuck um, it, we're going to do this, and then they rebooted the franchise with that. I was like, you guys are stupid. Like, I didn't even watch the new Hellboy movie just because I was like, it, it does not look good. Like, grand, I like the grand. actor, but not. Yeah. He's not Ron Perlman, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, it's, again, it's good hard. casting, man. It's good casting. It's fuck. How you, how you go from Ron, Ron Perlman? Just not only is he a good actor, but he's got that voice. You know, like, yeah, it's hard to let him walk away from it when you got a voice like that. And it's so iconic. I don't know. I'm just a nerd. I don't care. <laughs> it's fine. We're all nerds here. No. Uh, Good company. No, I just always catch a lot of shit because it's just like I've been I've been my my new crusade right now is uh, Mandalorian is not as good as people think it is. <laughs> um, still haven't seen it. I still don't have Disney Plus. I, I watched what the fuck I'm doing. I watched the first because I, I, I got the free trial and I watched the first five episodes. And the fourth one is so fucking terrible that I was like, uh oh, I think my investment in this show is gone. And then I watched mm. the fifth episode and I'm like, okay, yeah, they concreted it. I'm done. I, I'm I'm good. And then I heard it got like the action gets better, but the story gets dumb and kind of ruins itself at the end. So I'm kind of like, oh, okay, I'm glad I didn't sit through and pay a month for it to watch it or whatever and it's like but like everything else about it was really cool like i love the music the music's really solid the aesthetic is there like oh you watch yeah. it and you're just like oh this feels like st it feels like star wars like you're watching it and you're like oh like the worlds feel lived in there's creatures everywhere they're actually using prosthetics and and they're building sets and oh it was all good and then you're just like man just all the way that they make these characters make just stupid decisions constantly to make the pl plot go forward. Not because they like were in the situation. It was like, Oh no, he just needs to be dumb or this thing won't happen. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sick of, I'm really sick of seeing that lately. I'm like, I don't, why do we got it? Can people be smart? <laughs> like, it's fine. No. Can I say something controversial about star Wars? Go nuts. We do okay. all the time. I think that people in general, well, fans especially, expect Star Wars to be better than it actually is. Because if you look at it over time, like, and I'm not saying this is like, oh, well, Star Wars sucks. No, Star Wars is awesome. It's fabulous. It's fabulous and it's like cheesy kind of messiness too. 
And that's one of the things that I appreciate about it because, you know, it does come from this very sort of pulpy origin. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like he I mean, was Flash Gordon and shit. Is yeah. Like, is yeah. What people talk about. And that was his inspiration. That was like one of his main inspirations was, um, you know, the old sci-fi serials that you used to see in movie theaters way back in, you know, ye olden days before <laughs> any of us were born. <laughs> Before we were even being you don't have to feel as old as as we. Yay! <laughs> no, I no, and I totally agree. Um, because it's just one of those things where it's like really, other than a lot of the stories in the EU, like I haven't read a lot of the books, but I've yeah. been told synopses and like how these characters went off and did these things, and I'm like, man, that's super fucking interesting. Yeah. And then you watch the OT, and you're like, man, this world feels really fleshed out. There's a lot of characters. There's a lot of shit going on. Like. Empire Strikes Back's great. Like, you have this war, and you've got military moving all over the place. There's smoke. Every, like, there's shit going on. Mm-hmm. But, like, with the sequel trilogy, it feels like people are on pause. If if the heroes mm-hmm. aren't interacting or they're not there, it feels like everybody else is literally, like, on a pause screen. And then we go back mm-hmm. to them. And, and I feel like the prequel trilogy, you're getting a lot of people telling you that it's way better than it was. And I go, no, they're better in comparison to what we've gotten now. Yeah. The OT is still, I will still argue, it is solid. Yeah, I, I, you don't, I agree you don't, that it is, out of the three trilogies, the best one still. But man, you are, you're talking about, I don't think it's impossible to catch this lightning in a bottle. I think the whole thing is, is just you have people writing it who don't really seem to give a shit. And then, like, with the prequel trilogy, you had somebody who cared about it with George. It's just this time around, you didn't have somebody on set telling him no. I think the issue too is sometimes you get a a director like jj he did the episode seven Seven. right episode seven and and nine but he he did episode seven and he gave a little he, he cared a little too much to basically make the same fucking movie as before was already made which then sets a precedence for how the rest of that trilogy should have gone out and well, then when the it doesn't happen, thing. but yeah, but when it doesn't happen that way, then you get more people who are like, well, this is fucking stupid. Like well, with the last Jedi and stuff. The real, the real issue is you're having these, and I would argue, I think they're good directors. Like Ryan Johnson, say what you will about his the fucking guy. Can't write a story to save his fucking life. The guy is a terrible writer. Um, but holy shit. Is he like, he can make stuff so aesthetically pleasing. It's mm-hmm. insane. Like Knives Out, mm-hmm. Knives Out is just fucking Knives garbage. Is but it looks, but it looks Knives Out is not garbage. Fuck off. They literally Knives have. That was so fucking funny. They literally have a character that throws up if she hears a lie. That's I a know, real thing. That's why it's fabulous. Oh, oh my god! But that when you're doing, it's got that ridiculous oh. element to it, and it's just I... like. I, 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 I don't know. You know um, how there are fans out there that just love Zack Snyder no matter what he does. Yes. You're like the reverse of that with Ryan Johnson. You <laughs> uh, just hate no he, matter what he does. Well, it's because you're getting. Well, it's because you're getting the same thing. And I think the difference. Is, well, and the reason why it's. I the reason why it's the same thing, is because Zack Snyder has a formula that everybody likes. They like the mm-hmm. way his movies work. They like the way but, that they're put out. I'll say there. that everybody likes them. Like. 
Yeah. But, but, the people, but the people but the people But I would make the, the but I would make the argument the Snyder fans have the same. Did he do Sucker Punch? Huh? Did he do yeah, Sucker he did Punch? Sucker Punch. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And um and I like, like I that said, that's, a, that's another film <laughs> that looks yes. really cool and I like the idea but man it just makes no fucking sense. It's, it's just all in their head. It. Yeah, but like when you look at Knives Out and you see a lot of these characters, they're all one dimensional. Mm-hmm. Like they all just that. I think that you could argue it's the point, I guess, even though they, I don't know. They don't really serve a lot of purpose, especially with their um, archetypes. But it's, it's good because when you go, go and watch clue, each one of those characters in like a clue or any whodunit type of movie are yep. like a one dimensional character. Like that's all they are. So it's um, going based around that. But I'm then also flipping it I around. I haven't. I don't know the last time I saw Clue, but I okay. will watch it. We watched I, it I, recently, so that's why. Because I, I would like, so, I would like to yeah. rewatch them both in sequence and tell you why I don't. I would I like think the old ones did better. Yeah, I would like to watch the Orient Express. I have not seen that one yet. The new one or the old one? The the new one with Johnny Depp was in the new <laughs> one, right? Daisy Ridley's in it too. I think. Yeah, I haven't um, seen that one yet. I would make the argument, at least if I remember Clue, you have these archetypal characters constantly running around with each other. And because of their yeah. archetypes, they all contribute something to the scene. Mm-hmm. Really, in Knives Out, it's just them being that character and saying a quippy one-liner or moving off over here or doing this. And then it's really just watching the detective going off and doing everything. And he's having like these one-on-ones. He's having... It's... It's straight. It's well. That's also why the detective is getting his own like spinoff. And see, and this. I think that could be a really good. I'm curious about that because I think Daniel Craig did a really good job, and I yeah. think he's a lot of fun. And but the thing is, is I just go. A lot of Ryan Johnson stuff doesn't hold up to rewatches, especially when something like a mystery is supposed to be. Something that you can go back and see the foreshadowing and pay attention. It's mm-hmm. like all that. Like, Three what are the fuck? Like, seriously, what are the fucking odds that of all those knives on that chair that he finds the only one, spoiler, that is retractable? Come on. And then once he but stabbed that's her. Like, that's and then when he stabbed style her. Once, of the movie. Oh, yeah. I guess. I guess. Maybe I am just. Okay, but you see that shit with <laughs> a lot of bitter. his other films. But you see it. But you see it with a lot of his other films that he wrote. Like I enjoyed Looper until you have these weird moments where it's like, oh, like a lot of this just doesn't make sense. Anytime anymore. you and, deal with time travel, though, there's always going to be a bunch of. But he literally loops but that you have to jump through. <laughs> but he literally yeah. has a line in his own film that just says, "Don't think about it," and I'm like, oh, okay, so you just gave up, <laughs> like is what happened. And you're well, like, I, mean, I just you want could say the same thing about like. Yeah, his his time travel movie, Looper, it's a great film, but it's when weird. you start to try and think about the time travel aspect in regards to every other time travel movie out there, you just get a it big just doesn't headache. work because like because like here's a perfect example of Ryan Johnson's work, and I feel like this is literally a I think it's I think it's a literal representation of how his movies progress. The you remember the scene in Looper? I don't know if you've seen Looper, Amelia. I've seen Looper. Yeah. Um, the scene when they're torturing one of these mob guys, or I can't remember who the character was, and they're taking his parts, and he's mm-hmm. you see him losing his limbs in time as he's walking, like in real, yeah. like he's walking up to a door. Yeah, and they, like they find him in the past, and they cut his past limbs off, and because Ex- they're trying to catch lo- future him. Exactly. Yes. So, 
that scene is really neat aesthetically to look at. And it's like, whoa, it's really dramatic. And you're like, whoa, the imagery really sticks with you. And it's Mm -hmm. really, really, it's just, it's a neat thing you haven't really seen. Then you look at that and you go, okay, so how did he live the rest of his life to get to this moment then? You know what I mean? Like he literally, you you Mm. completely just forget about how he got here. Time travel is complicated. It's weird, but you know, it depends the thing, on the the universe they're in. How about that? Sure, but I but I go. The problem is, is it we don't know how it's, we don't know how time works itself. there. But see, I make the argument though. If you create a if you create the standard within the rule mm-hmm. of your own film, you need to adhere to it. That's why. Uh, but they don't work. really set a standard for that film of how the rules work. Um, because they have the talk about if you destroy a stone, it's kind of like over. But we literally have a time where he destroyed all the stones <laughs> like oh yeah. your premise is already broken at the beginning of the film but uh then you have uh the all-seeing sorceress lady tell you that if you remove one it's like oh wait you can't do that because we literally have already done that <laughs> like we literally didn't even take one stone out we had him destroy the stones so it's like mm-hmm. oh oh wait that doesn't that doesn't fly so then the rest of your mechanics don't work and then like the way that they decide to present the story. It's like, there's about a billion ways you negate your own film in two seconds. It's like, can we think of another time where we could go back in time to get the stones from Thanos? I don't know. How about this one time where we were on Titan and we were two seconds away from getting the glove off of him before Peter Quill freaks out. Why don't we just send everybody back? Because Dr. Strange fucking stop Peter and then just have fucking, Thor cut his head off because we know he can do that. Boom, done. Movie's over. And it's like, there's a lot of moments like that. Like, oh, we need pin particles really, really bad. If we run out of pin particles, we can't travel anymore. So what'd they do? They went back further in time and got more pin particles. And instead of just grabbing more than like three, like grab them all, take them all. And then it's not a problem anymore. But they'd still need the pin particles to come back and move on. Uh, uh, but Hank Pym's alive. He could just make more. He's got the formula. He that's, can do it. That's them su- understanding oh, or it doesn't knowing matter if that they he's going be Because they've already left. Yeah, yeah but it, it, it matters. It's, it's, it's just a hard thing. And then, like, well, and then, like, how Tony gets the Tesseract. It's like, oh, he just gets it. There's no, the most powerful thing. Nobody's guarding it. There's no codes to break. There's no, he just gets it out of a It was case in the vault that he had to use his glove to open. It was really strange. But, like, there's just the only person down there is his dad? Like, where's the security team, like, looking over At it? At that point, they've had the, the, the thing for forever. They probably think no one even knows it's there. Man, I don't know. That's... Oof, one of the one of the and most even if they would have went into the time where you're talking where they stop Thanos and take the glove off of him and kill him right yeah. there, they still have to go back to their current time and zap everyone sure. back into existence because it's a completely different timeline. Oh, and that's that fine. Point. You can come back and shit. You can even come back with the gauntlet you have and use that. And his head. Which would have which would have made more sense than them randomly being able to make a gauntlet that can hold everything. Yeah. Which also I would even give the argument that I hate the fact that that happens, but I would have let it go if I would have at least gotten to watch the process of the three of them making it. I might have given it a pass. I'm trying to think of a time travel movie, damn it, to go against your looper thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> we and got I what? We got Back to the Future. Time Cop. Got... Time Cop is Oof. probably the closest to the time travel rules within Looper. Uh, what was the one Christopher Nolan did? Was it what was it? Not Memento. What is it? Uh, fuck. I have no idea. Um, cause that's, there's, there's one that everybody talks about is like the quintessential time travel movie. Um, you mean uh, tenant because you can change time. <laughs> tenant. It's release dates every <laughs> fucking five minutes. Uh, oof. what is it? Oh my God. Is tenant actually about time travel? Yes, it is. Oh, fuck off. Really? That, the, did fuck you ever so. see the trailer yeah. for it? <laughs> like they've dropped five. Well, I saw it, but I didn't. Maybe it's I didn't about really... time manipulation. Really. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's time travel. It's yeah. uh, Tenet's the only thing that comes up when you type in Christopher Nolan time uh, travel. What the hell was the movie I'm thinking about? It's, There's Inception. Devil... Interstellar had time travel in it. Well, I I feel like that was more like I feel like that was more like relative time, not like actual time travel. It's like you know, like a day passes slower in this space. Which, well, no, because works. he he when goes into that away? one realm to where he can contact spoilers for Interstellar, to where he yeah. goes back and to the beginning of the film basically and starts the whole thing from the beginning. So basically, he himself sends himself back in time, it, or back into yeah, himself from the future sends himself from the past into the future. It's one big loop. <laughs> oh yeah, how about Bill and Ted? <laughs> Have you seen Primer? That was it. No. That was it. The niche ass, like, independent film that. That was the one I was thinking. Like, no budget, but was still somehow really fucking good. Well, the whole premise of the film is literally trying to. It's it's almost like trying to become a study, a theoretical study on time travel. That's why I think Primer is pretty cool. Because it, it's yeah. the exact opposite of Looper, where it's like, don't think about it. This one's like, no, literally, think about every minute thing. and see Try to make it as sciencey as possible. Yeah, and I like that element. Because then you can kind of go with, okay, this, this is kind of like the microcosm for time travel. And then when we move to other movies, it's like, okay, what are your rules? And then because Back to the Future talks about the rules. It's a ripple effect. So you have yeah. time to fix things that are coming here. And I'm like, okay. And to be fair, that's usually the mechanic most people buy into is which, Back to the Future. Which with, with Back to the Future, if you have – if you change something in the past, though, and you have that time, what if something changes between that time and the current time to make it so you can't even go back in time to change anything? Right? I've always <laughs> found that interesting. That's why I think uh, Butterfly – the first but, – the, that's why I think I like the first Butterfly Effect. Yes. I like – that's, like that's a temporal time time – yeah. Uh, manipulation within his mind to change everything everywhere else. Yeah. Which the, he doesn't need a damn machine for it, but he blows himself up like what, twice, I think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he like oh, gets. Oh, they they do box, everything yeah. in that movie. Have you ever seen uh, Butterfly Effect? Ages ago. It's okay. like they do sequel. everything. <laughs> like uh, the kid is getting beat up. Uh, the kids getting molested, like Oof. everything you could think bad can happen to a kid happens to them when they're kids. I'm like, how the fuck did they get to college yeah. without any emotional problems ever? It's well, I crazy. think the thing is, is they did. It's just you well, were yeah, finding yeah, them yeah. out. Yeah, um, yeah, that's crazy. I um, God, the blast from the past. Oh yeah, blast from the past. <laughs> um, shout out to fucking Brendan Fraser. Um, 
Yeah, I just time travel is a hard one, man. Like even Harry Potter fucks around with it and almost ruins their franchise with it. Like you have um, Hermione uses it to get to fucking class. It's like, no, you have the most powerful thing in the universe. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Stop it, film. Ugh. Oh, God. Don't get me started on Harry Potter. Uh, oh, man. There's some. There's I've heard the one. books are better. I've heard the books are better. We should have a whole read time. The books? I read the I read the first two. Of Harry Potter? Yeah. The problem is, is that they're obviously targeted more towards children, at least with the first couple. And then they the, grow the with your adolescence. With their audience, yeah. which yeah. is kind of neat, which I feel the movies do that really well, too. Mm-hmm. Like they evolve with the people who started watching them, quote unquote. Um, was perfect age for it. Yeah. I was and nine when the first book got to the U.S. Yeah. So I'm like, because it was neat to watch. I think it was like the third or fourth movie. And it's like, all of a sudden, it's got this really dark tone. And like the Dementors are coming in. And it's like, wow, it's this guy fucking one. metal. Like, we got yeah. crazy. Um, but yeah, the first two are kind of just goofy. Um, Harry Potter like, was another franchise I'd never got into until it was completely over. Oh, yeah. And then I just, like got a real, like, I bought all of them on Blu-ray for like five bucks online. Mm from a different region though and then i was just <laughs> oh, like whatever yeah. but they work on our players so i'm like awesome oh there you go so that was the first time i watched them we just binged them like within a week so. some of them are better than others yeah yeah no. definitely and then that just made me mad because then i thought about emma watson god damn it why would you make her bell <laughs> i just what a terrible casting i don't know why you don't like that movie man beauty and the beast remake yeah. come on man it's oh actually God. one of the Disney live-action remakes I actually like. Beast looks like a lot of the character designs are awful. Like half of the. How do you get them, candlestick awful? He looks because he doesn't look anything like a fucking cartoon. Like the he candlestick looks, he looks cartoon. Creepy. He looks more like a live-action car- candlestick, looks like a real though. candlestick. Like everything looks like nightmare fuel. Yeah. And Beast doesn't look. And Beast have you like see, have bitch. you seen the Beauty and the Beast? Yes. What do you and like? It or no? I still like the remakes in general. No. You like, really think Luke like Evans? Oh. Luke Evans I feel played like uh, Gaston, right? Yeah. You yeah. really think Luke Evans was a good Gaston? Come on, Michael. What are we doing? Yeah, I didn't like that casting, but everything like, else I found was cool. And LeFou? Why couldn't you get like? Why couldn't you get a little person to be LeFou? I heard they're <laughs> taking Gaston and uh, the other actor. The same Josh actor. They're they're supposed to be doing like a net or a, a Disney Plus show between those two characters. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Awesome. So I'm guessing Making it's gonna be by the end of the fucking film. Like a, a well, as long prequel. As Disney Plus isn't in China. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Ugh. We wanted to add gay ass elements into it, but you know we can't actually be overt about it because we gotta. Yeah. We need. A, we need- we need that China money. It's like, I don't know. Joker Joker fucking broke a bill without China's money. They also Same. didn't have any gay characters in there, so. You don't know that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't know that? Yeah. Um, I, uh, I don't know what I was going to get into. I watched yeah. My Spy last night. Have you guys ever heard of My oh Spy? My That's the, with it? Dave Wait, Bautista. Spy? My like Spy. Jason? Nice. Oh, is no. Oh god, is that the Dave Batista one? Yeah, Dave Batista oh, no. and uh Chloe Coleman. Uh, oh no. That movie was really good. Oh no. It was really good. Oh no. 
I did not know it, it was on Amazon Prime, so it was free to watch okay. for us. And we were like, oh, this is on already? Awesome. And uh, apparently it's an Amazon original. Oh, shit. I didn't know it was an Amazon original. It was a really good movie. It had just the right amount of, like, the comedy elements, the action, and the drama elements. There's a lot more drama in it Look. than you would think. Look, I'm not going to shit on you because I like the ga- I like the game plan with mm. the, the Rock. The Rock. Yeah. I actually really enjoy that film. <laughs> um, the game. Which one was the game? That was the one remember. where he. His like, daughter, right? Yeah. Like the daughter he didn't know about. I always like, mix like that one player. and the Tooth Fairy up. So. Oh, fucking Tooth Fairy. <laughs> oh, my God. And then they made a sequel with Larry the Cable Guy. Like, what is my <laughs> life? What, what timeline do we live in? Do you remember when Larry the Cable Guy was like a thing? Like, he's he was Mather. in like all kinds of movies. He's Mather. Like, it's still Del- Mather to me. He's always going to be Mather to me. I'm talking more like Delta Farce. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, God. But no, I, I definitely recommend some everybody go out and watch My Spy. It was a fun movie. If you like that style, I guess. What, that movie's what do they terrible. Consider I'm, going to, I'm going it's to make fun of it. action comedy family style. So, yeah. It's pretty fun. Cute. Yeah. Well, all right then. It's Dave Batista being it's Dave Batista. fatherly. At the beginning of it, I was like, when when they had him started talking like the way he was acting at the beginning, I was like, oh, he's just being Drax again. But like it, it yeah. develops throughout. So I was like, oh, okay, I see why they did that then. Well, it's the point. I think he's supposed to be like the straight man, and then like the do- the the or the girl comes in and fucks yep. up his. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. I mean, just yeah. body. I mean, it's the same thing that uh, he did with Stuber. That looked pretty good too. I haven't watched Stuber yet. It was so. like with Camille that's on Netflix though, isn't it? Probably everything's on Netflix. Or no, that's another. So many things have been going to different streaming services. I can't remember which one. <laughs> Man, <laughs> why couldn't it just be Netflix and Hulu again and HBO? Like, come on, can uh, it just be those three? Make my life easy. Uh, it's awful. It's terrible, guys, and gal. But uh. I don't know. We've been going for a minute. I, uh, I don't know. Uh, Amelia, you got anything? I, we were excited to have you back, so we want to make sure you get anything you got going on, something you care about, any upcoming shit that you really care about seeing? or um, Maybe retroactively, or are you just all work? Just always working. Right now, I'm all work. Because, you know, I, I had to take some time off, so now it's like, okay, now that I can actually get back to it, I really got to get back to it. Yeah. So. No, I feel you. I've been playing catch up for yeah. like the last couple of months lately because like uh, yeah. um, my computer fucking died. Thanks, Apple. You're awesome. Uh, uh, update locked me out. So I had to wipe everything. I lost like four projects I was in the middle of and like a wedding that I had to re-edit, which was like 800 photos deep. You're still going on about that? Uh, dude, it, 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 I'm still well, I'm still bringing back my backlog from it. I, you guys I, Having edited photos before, I, I sympathize with you. Well, I mean, you oh, just don't sympathize me, uh, with him. I've been no. I've been posting uh, photos from an old from an old catalog I shot like eight months or a year ago. Been yeah, posting those lately with Lily, who's a really cool model. She does a bunch of stuff from time to time, and pretty much just have you got any more shoots lined board, up? She's like, "Can you? Do you got free time?" I'm like, "Sure, let's go. Let's do something." Do you have any more shoots lined up with them, or? I know you were doing uh, a bunch with the uh, the one company's models before, so. I was thinking about it. I just man, thirty five dollars is not enough for my time. Oof, yeah, no. Sorry to sorry to like 
sound fucking awesome, but thirty five dollars for what a full shoot? Yeah, yeah, like it's like thirty five. It's like thirty five photos. Uh, it's like a thirty five photo set or something like that, and it's potentially up to fifty bucks, I think. And I go fifty dollars. The fuck, like. It's not even Did they like, even shout you out in their on their site or their magazine or whatever they, they do? They do, but like, I mean, fucking what? What's yeah. That? What's, what's, yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is that even worth? I have Twitter. Right. Like, I can yeah. show my own shit. <laughs> um, you know, I made their calendar like twice, which was cool to just have somebody else print something of mine, which was neat. But then you just see the caliber of like some of the other photos that come out, and you're just like, mm, I don't. Don't look at Do other I people's really? work. <laughs> I can't like it just hurts. Me. Well, it's because you want to know the competition. You want to know yeah. like what's been done already. Like yeah. maybe try not to use the same poses, same costume, same layout. I us, you know, yeah. you I just do the same. I do the same thing with like podcasts because I, I edit these and shit. I go and listen to other podcasts to see like, should I do this? Should I do, what should I do? And then I realize that their content doesn't like keep me energized. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was I think like, it's kind of boring. Help. It's I think tangents help, like running off and like everybody's actually giving their perspective on something. And yeah, well, we've can't... gotten comments before that it's good that we don't seem like we're um, scripted, like 100 percent, like we're oh, going to yeah. talk about this, this and this and this order and shit like that, as opposed to most other movie pop culture podcast type things. And it's cool that we actually have guests because a lot of them don't like the smaller ones like we are don't have a whole lot of guests it's just like a set group of people and that's it that's all they do and i'm just like that's kind of boring like we need new voices like amelia and and like yeah, amelia Chris welcome to welcome stuff. to the humble brag portion of our yeah. podcast where we kind of kiss our own asses <laughs> hey hey humble brag away <laughs> uh no it's like it's it, i don't know it's it's always neat like especially tivis is like way more optimistic than me as you can obviously yeah. tell which i like that um He's, i'm the i'm more of the straight man right or is Tivis the straight yeah. man? The Tivis c- is probably the, the straight man. man. You're the you're the cis white that we need. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and no, just having perspective and like hearing other people, uh, either confirm or essentially like prove wrong that like oh you know we have our assumptions about things, but when you have actually been part of it or you're in the know, uh, hanging out in porn world, copyright. Um, it's uh, that's it's, gonna be a theme park in ten years. Look, watch. Fuck. Virtual, virtual theme parks. There we go. Oculus. That sounds on it. fun. Fucking porn world. I'm all about it. I'm sure they like, probably it, are. It'll be like West. It'll be like West World, but like <laughs> way, way more satisfying. Uh, Ready player come. No. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. We're gonna, we're gonna take that one. We're gonna propose it to Wood Rocket. That's a good one. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, come on, John. That can't break Uh, you. Amelia, a song (laughs) of ice and fire. No, there we go. Kind of works. I still haven't done Daenerys. Too far to do Daenerys. Uh, What? I was all about doing Daenerys and everything, and then I saw the final season. (laughs) Yeah. Do you really really want to be Dragon Hitler? Is that really who you want to be? You could be the Red Witch. She was hot. It's just like I—I I think that Daenerys is great and everything. I was just kind of like emotionally a little underwhelmed. Like, mm. it's like really that's these great that's... characters, showrunners, and you got fucking lazy yeah. showrunners who are running one of the most popular, critically acclaimed shows uh, in America. 
Like, to be, what? <laughs> to, to be fair, I thought that I thought it kind of went to shit in season five. <laughs> Uh, Didn't they lose their big deal with Netflix too after like all the Game oh, of Thrones shit? And they lost their Star Wars yeah. trilogy, and then they went off and, and then one of them went off and made Jemini Man with Will Smith. Yeah. Fucking terrible film. Yeah. Well, okay, it was watchable. They, they lost a lot of their deals. I think I feel. It's because they I, suck. I know the Russo brothers just got a Netflix deal to do something there. So I'll just always say, how do you go from? the show that everyone talked about for almost a decade to like nobody fucking pays attention. Like nobody oh. cares about it. Nobody talks about it except how well, bad it was. You ruined the ends ending. You ruined the last season. That's what you do. Well, and it killed, it killed my rewatchability. Cause like yeah. I, I pretty much tapped out at season four and then, um, and then I love some of the cool stuff. Like hard home is like one of the coolest episodes. Um, Battle of Bastards is all right. Oh, it's no, all Battle right. of the Bastards is fabulous. They but, they um, just must not have wanted. Cool. They must not have wanted their residual checks from that show anymore. <laughs> I, I, don't, I I think they were just over it. And at that point, it's like yeah. just give it to somebody else who cares. Yeah. come on, yeah. what are you doing? But uh, I don't know. It's to be fair, it's all to be expected. I keep watching my franchises go up in smoke. It's awesome. I think most. Well, you would look really good in the Marjorie Tyrell dress, that blue one. Oh my lord! Thank you. <laughs> I love that actress. What's her name? Um, Natalie Dormer. Natalie Dormer. Oh, she's yeah. got like a cat face. There's something about her. She's got really an uneven smile. Because yeah. I, it. I got an uneven smile. Oh. Kind of. Would that make it I mean, odd? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, real quick, since you're here, did you you've seen Birds of Prey, right? Yeah. Oh, fuck it. Do, do you like it? Yeah, I like it. Is it dope? Yeah, she's, dope. She, she yeah. loves the I costumes, my dude. All right, John. No, no, no. It's not just feel? the costumes. Well, no, I was saying, remember, you did, you did those. I do love the costumes. You did John, the one, the John, one thing. John, how do you feel about Birds of Prey? I don't like it. <laughs> don't Why? Like Why it. don't you like it? Come um, on. Don't be a dick. He, um, John is a dick with this movie. I hate him for it. I thought, <laughs> I thought, well, because you, you did a thing like all the other times, like with Tusk. It's did, a good you, movie. I oh, really man. enjoyed it. Um, Birds of Prey, of, I'm talking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it's tonally out of whack. Like, you're seeing all these arms being busted and things happening, and then, like, there's plot armor just constantly everywhere. Like, it's it's really strange. Like, okay, one of my biggest things is I was telling him, when Rosie Perez gets kicked out the fucking window at the end of the movie... She gets kicked off like a two-story building out a window and comes right back. No cuts, no bruises, no blood, no nothing. But she's got a limp. She's got a fucking limp. Until the fight in the funhouse happens where, oh my God, technically that fight is awful. There's literally a scene where Rosie Perez gets thrown into a mirror. There's no sound effect and the mirrors don't crack. And I go, hmm, that's odd. That's (laughs) weird. And there's a lot of those mirrors don't not made of funhouse mirrors. Like they're like plexiglass or some shit. Probably. I can give you that, but fuck. There's no sound effect, and that happens a lot. Actually, there's like a lot of technical issues. Like when the when the apartment blew up, when uh, somebody like slingshotted a thing into her into her apartment. One, the hyena's just gone. I don't know where the hyena went, but whatever. I can let that go. Right before the explosion, the cops are outside the door going, oh, let us in, blah, 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 Gotham PD, we're all here, blah, blah, blah. The explosion happens, and it shows that the door that they were knocking on is perfectly fine. It's only that side. 
The it, next scene, we hard cut to them on the on the street outside the building where she talks to her landlord who's packing and bailing. Where'd all the cops go? There's no cops. It just kind of, okay, all right, they're gone. All right, neat. We got to progress. I will say, I think my favorite fight in the whole movie is when she assaults the um, the police station. With beanbags, yeah. which is aesthetically it's beautiful. fucking fabulous. It's fucking beautiful. Choreographed terribly. And makes no <laughs> sense. Why doesn't she care about killing people all of a sudden? All right, that's fine. Because it's Harley be Quinn. She doesn't always what kill everybody. It's fine. Has to be goofy. It, I'm it's fine like, with it. I, you sure. got to remember, she is the girl ex-girlfriend of the Joker, who would have done dumb shit like that, too, just to mess with people. Which, which fine. Why kill them when you can put them in pain and then hurt them again later? I, they don't, and they never really express the, the angle of trying to either lure the Joker out or do something. Mm-hmm. Why is anybody bothering with Harley? Like, why even bother? I, I don't understand why everybody cares so much. Because um, she's annoying and keeps showing up. And I like, guess. That's, that's the whole they, thing. Like, I, that's I, the I whole suppose. Like, they literally built it into the story. What do you mean you don't get, like. Well, no, because I think, well, no, because I, no, I'm saying more, that's a weird story to tell. Like if anything, she's like maybe trying to find a new, like that was the whole story that they're telling is that her separating from the Joker. She's trying to find her way, but while finding her way, she's also realizing without the Joker's backup that all these other people want and can kill her if they can get to her. Give me a second. I'll get on the story for a second. I, 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 cause I do want to praise, I think the, the, when she snorts the cocaine by accident or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she has the big bat fight where she's like hitting with the bat and like bouncing it off the ground and catching it and showing she's like really proficient with this style weapon. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Like I was like, this makes a lot of sense. And I feel like they don't utilize that aspect. Like they try to make it seem like she's just really strong with a bat. I'm like, come on now, stop. Like she can do all these flips and tricks and cool stuff like that to disorient an enemy. And I'm like, that's really cool. I would have liked a lot more of that um, in the film, and we don't really get a lot of that. Um, I thought the story that they picked was really strange. Why did the best? I think the best story arc in that in, in this movie is the Huntress thing. Uh, you have her backstory with the mob. She's still going around being a proficient killer, and Rosie Perez's character has been trying to hunt her down. That's the whole point. I think it should have focused on her. And Harley gets tangled up in it in a more less convenient way. Cause she just happens to run into the pit pocket girl who just happens to pickpocket this random dude who has the most important diamond in the world. And yeah, that's that, how stories just, happen, hon. Not all the time. No, <laughs> like, no, there's, this, a, there's this isn't some deus ex machina. Uh, <laughs> this is go like, back and watch it. It is a little bit like that. Like, no, it's more, not. No, it's not. It's, I mean, well, it's like, she runs circumstantial shit happens like this in stories all the time. Well, well n- legitimate. Well, cause you have that. Cause she's just random girl in the apartment complex. Sure. But then you have like black Canary. She is, she is an armed enforcer for black mask who seems she, you know, she works there, does everything at this point. Why would we think that she wouldn't necessarily want to be part of the, why would she want to help Harley other than the fact that it's like, woman person who got drunk in the i just feel like you could have had a stronger motivation for black canary and harley to want to get together like maybe like well they have black canary want to get the diamond so they could split the money so she could leave you know leave the establishment that she doesn't want to be a part of that kind of thing um i 
haven't it was seen just, it in months, so I don't. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. My whole thing remember is, is that I enjoyed it a lot because yeah, yeah. it was. I a think there was a good. Movie. I think there was a good movie in there, if that makes sense. It was kind of like how. Um, I always tell people like Batman v Superman. If you would have just changed no. a couple of things, no, 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 no. You Batman v Superman. I'm sorry. <laughs> Batman v Superman should not have been released that soon. And oh yeah, no. You needed build up. Yeah. You needed, movie. I'm sorry. You needed build, build up, up, but that movie was still good. Fuck both of you. <laughs> Michael, why do you hurt me with your hot takes? Um, I just think I. Birds of Prey did what it wanted to do with the whole cartoony aspect. It essentially tried to be Deadpool is what it wanted to do. And I felt like... No, I don't think it wanted to be Deadpool. Well, you got the narration. I disagree with you. Oh, it's, it's fine. People disagree with me a lot of it's stuff. It's not. I, um, they just went for the kooky narration type stuff. They, um, they even have like the scene in the apartment. Like, I, My whole thing is, is I would have liked to seen more of the struggle of her doing so and getting in Huntress's way. And I didn't like the fact that Huntress is supposed to be this like prone crazy killer who's been killing people for and mob bosses. For I love years. Huntress's story. Yeah, I, I like. I've always liked probably her. Probably the story. best. And I think they did a really good job story in, in that with movie. It too. And um, I just didn't like that they gave her a bunch of stupid jokes, like trying to come up with her name. And so I go, oh, she's like a super badass. I like the idea of her being this. But her you, and Black Canary being these like serious badasses, uh -huh. and everybody else is kind of a dipshit around them. And they have to play off of that. I would say Perez I would, I would be more serious than them. You got to remember, she's younger. Yeah, she's being trained yeah. by people, but her her uh, personality is being developed on like multiple formats because of the way she's being trained. And after seeing her, but parents we never get killed, see any of the training. So it I know. Really I really work. wish that with the backstory they gave her and how they have her character develop in that movie that she got her own solo movie. That would be pretty dope. Like, Again, like to get like I, to where I we think, see her. I think that these should have been two separate movies. Yes. I would have, I either would have split them Marley up or Quinn again. Yeah. And Birds of Prey separately. Yeah. I would agree. And that Birds of Prey should have included Batgirl. Cause it, yes. Yeah. yeah. I just, cause again, I think Huntress just had the more compelling story at the time. Cause really even the, even the characters in the film pretty much just break her down to Joker's ex-girlfriend. And I go, that is such a shitty way to look at her character. Like, and we don't really get anything to prove that she that isn't otherwise in this film until she, until she becomes part of her like pseudo new crew, which again, this is where I like, I like the cartoon aspect of it where, uh, when she was, uh, in the, in the DC cartoon that they just did the animated one lately. I like the idea of her trying to make a name for herself and create a crew. This, she just happens to run into a bunch of people and then they all fight together for some reason at the end of the film. She still got them all together though. Uh, sure, I guess. Cause Rosie hunted them down. So that's why she's there. Uh, Pit Pocket's there because she just happened to be with Harley and then Black Canary sees it. Cause I think the, the Black Canary is the one who alerted uh, Perez to get there. Yeah, that was it. And then yeah. they essentially both. I, I saw this movie movies. like four times in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, my other issue was the canary cry thing was, um, yeah, the scene was good. You're not wrong. I liked, fucking I love liked, that scene. I liked her power being used. I tear up I every time it, I see it. I thought it was really crappy exposition that Rosie Perez was the one that's like, oh, you have a power like your mom. And I'm like, why were we finding that out from her? Like, that seems really strange. Like, we could have had a flashback for Black Canary 
showing off her power. And then the problem is, is they don't show off her power. So I don't know like that blast. Cause I know why they did it narratively. They did it to get rid of the other characters. So Harley had to essentially do the final boss fight by herself. Like Huntress took her on the bike with the rollerblades. And then the last ending fight pretty much has to be Harley. So that's how you sideline Black Canary with a, you know, with a fuck you superpower that can pretty much end it mm-hmm. is you had to have her faint. And I go, okay, so does that happen every time she uses her power or is that the most powerful time she's ever done it? Does it hurt her more than just fainting? It was just something where I'm like, ooh, I would have liked a little more context to the power and why it The and only it reason I say that she faints is because she hasn't done it like that before. Or it's been a very long time. Sure. The only and, thing and that I could fight on with it is, okay, that's a big sonic pulse. And in Batman v Superman, they showed that Metropolis is like right next door. And this is post-Justice League. So Superman should have rushed over there like instantaneously. <laughs> and, and and I'm still just going to play. I'm just going to play it with it's its own film. Yeah. I'll even be nice. And, and stay I'm sorry, Amelia, for bringing this up. <laughs> Oh, no. Well, and this is the kind of stuff I I just tell people. I'm like, I don't just hate it because I hate it. I There are things that pull me yes, out. And, and that's and that's it. Because it's just like, I I think Margot Robbie does fine as Harley. I think some of the casting would, would have been fine. Um, I just feel like everybody kind of just, I don't know, just everybody was just randomly there and didn't have a lot to say. Um, but like, aesthetically, it was pretty nice. Again, I like the glitter siege. I thought that looked good in the trailer too. Uh, the Canary Cry looked cool. Uh, Ewan McGregor's character was kind of strange. Like this weird, like it seemed like there was like a homosexual thing going on with him and Zaz. And I couldn't quite figure out if that was like a thing or not, or how that whole thing worked. Uh, it was interesting. And, and the black mask itself was kind of underwhelming. Cause like in the comic book, you know, it's like his face in it, in it, yeah. like something happens and, but that's Actually, based on the comic and the, the, yeah, the thing. Yeah, which this is a to where I'll go, world. this is fine. Uh, I think Ewan McGregor is a cool actor. I like Ewan McGregor. I, I love um, him whenever he plays a gay guy. Like, he just does it. Like, like he's he very over top. He, he did it in um, uh, uh, I Love You, Philip Morris, or oh, whatever yeah. it was, with Jim Carrey. With Jim Carrey in prison or whatever. Yeah, based on the true story. That, that was a great one. I, I love them in that. And every time he does it, like... He takes it either to like low grade domestic like relationship gay couple or like yeah. just I'm way over That's the top. The you ain't closing this closet back up, gay. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I totally funny. I totally understand the intrigue for the movie. I just oh man. I just DC's just very not doing it for me in the live action department. That's just kind of where I'm at with it. Yeah. It's just I love it. I, I love it. I'm all. I'm expecting Suicide Squad two to be really good. Uh, because I like James Gunn. I um, wonder if yeah. they mention anything from Birds of Prey in that movie. I would be. I think they will because Gunn is pretty good at b- helping build the world. I have a feeling he's going to skip Harley. I think he's going to go based off Suicide Squad. Maybe. I'll be surprised. The only reason why I could see him wanting to do anything with Birds of Prey would be the Huntress storyline. Because it's okay. the only thing you can really carry over. And then maybe use Black Canary. Because mm-hmm. her power could be cool. I'd like to see him do something with the crew. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But I think he's going to try and focus on the squad. Because that's he's really good at teamwork yeah. stuff. He reminds me of Whedon in that way. Like, he gives everybody a, 
Okay. He's good with ancillary characters. Okay. So. Okay. 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 Let's let's. Hey, get you out wanted of here. my opinion, Michael. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I don't want those anymore. Uh, <laughs> um, Amelia. So we're gonna get. Are you good to go? You want to get out yeah. of here? You're like John. pissed me off. Fuck. I'm fuck his sorry. Birds of prey I'm just. Cake. I'm really, really, really over having these conversations about birds of prey. It's like, I'm sorry, but. And then. Do it. Do it. Go. 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 He needs to hear it. Get the perspectives <laughs> out. Get them out. I don't think you guys fucking understand how rare it is to actually have female badasses interacting with each other on a substantial character building level. And you know what? I'm I like the Arrowverse. I'm sorry. I'm fuck I'm fucking over this conversations talking about birds of prey and how oh it's so terrible and blah blah blah. It's like you know what? I, I maybe like the maybe series. if you want some better movies with more female superheroes because there's obviously a demand for it maybe you should like one make more of them and two market it a little bit better it's also you i like i like wonder woman birds of prey you know what birds wonder of prey woman. birds of prey in my opinion is better. okay first off it's obviously better than suicide squad no, <laughs> yeah yeah um i would give you that yeah i would rank it above justice league and Batman v Superman, to be honest. Justice just League because. Is oh my God. And Aquaman, too. Yeah. Just because yeah. it's like. I get to laugh at that. Like, one. Wonder Woman's the top. Wonder Woman's my top. And then Birds of Prey is after mm -hmm. that. Because Birds of Prey is just like. There are problems with it. I admit it. I don't think oh, that yeah. they should have used Cassandra Cain as the character's name. Mm. She should have been a different character. Yeah, because like Cassandra, like comic book Cassandra Kane has so much more yeah. to than like that Cassandra. But oh, yeah. I still think that ultimately, like, I think that ultimately the dialogue was tight. I think that the aesthetic was really good. Personally, I am very much a visual viewer. So when it comes to, there's like some movies that are, you know, very polarizing like cloud atlas i fucking love cloud atlas um across the universe i love across I like, the universe i like i love across the universe yeah. so fucking great oh the music's great <laughs> i'm sorry i love the music Actually, it's, it's okay. i listen to that soundtrack all the time um but julie tamer is like one of my favorite directors sucks about spider-man the musical but if you've seen titus from like 2001 Anthony Hopkins, Jessica Lang, um, it's Shakespeare. It's it's basically like if Shakespeare did a horror play. People, lots of people die. There's lots of um, dead sons and uh, cutting off of appendages. Um, meat pies, the original meat pie story. Actually, it's not the original original meat pie story. The original original meat pie story is from Rome, like an ancient Roman mm. story. But it's like the second major meat pie event, and then you have Sweeney with the major meat. When I say yeah. meat pie, I mean like minced human. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I'm Sweeney Todd. Yeah. I'm well aware of the idea. Love Sweeney. <laughs> <laughs> Love me some Sweeney. Excellent musical. 
I, uh, Don't get me started about musicals. No, I, I, my whole thing is, is I totally agree with the uh, finding female badasses. I feel like sometimes, uh, lately with writing a female character, as a lot of people just think the idea of her being female is the empowering part. It's like no, yeah, like it's, she's got to be more than she that. needs to have actual character, and that's the thing about. I like the CW stuff. Like, I, don't know I think that watched, they like, did have characters. Like if you watch like, um, cause like the Huntress in Arrow was pretty good. They have Sarah Lance goes on yeah. this crazy arc. Um, you have like, I mean, you just have a lot of these solid female characters that, uh, I mean. They'll show up in movies often. Yeah, but I, the, I guess that's something we've all bitched about. Like, that's, oh my God. Go I mean, that's. Like, old Batman with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Like, holy shit. Oh, she's, like, I mean, she's like, She's a standard Catwoman in that action. And then you got like Sarah Connor and it's just like, it's just like, man, we're, we're due for some more like that. And we just don't mm-hmm. really get, I've been seeing some cool stuff. I haven't, it, it looks too goofy, but, um, why Winona Earp been looking at that. Oh, that, looks kinda yeah. like, that looks like, like possibly it's, good. It's like, good. Almost, I've mm. seen it before. It's good. And then they brought Lucy Lawless back for um, Ash versus Evil Dead, and I'm like, I'll watch anything. Ooh, with did they? Lucy Lawless in it? Yeah, she probably Wait. character with Bruce Campbell in the TV show. The TV show. Okay, they ended that, didn't they? Yeah, they I ended. think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was awesome in that. Um, real quick before if we get get going and shit, I want to go off of what Amelia said, like about the Birds of Prey. And, like, prominent female characters. And if you want better of them, make more of them and shit. I completely agree because the same thing has happened. We just don't realize it. With male comic book characters, we've been having male comic book characters since, what, fucking Superman serials back in the day. It took this long for us to finally get into, like, a MCU kind of structure. Yeah. And that's just with male characters. I mean, well, and that's Hollywood's yeah. fault. Captain that's Marvel Black wasn't Widow great, movie but ha- the Black still. Widow movie should have happened before Infinity War. It's yeah. fucking absurd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, and I agree with that criticism. Like, MCU is hardly immune from criticism when right, it comes right. to oh. not giving female characters solo movies, like super badass Yeah. Because, I mean, you had Maria and, Hill, you had Black Widow, you mm-hmm. had Scarlet Witch. I mean, at least she's going to get a show, so hopefully yeah. that works. Yeah. And the only reason they dropped the Captain Marvel movie when they did was because it was sandwiched in between two really big movies. And you knew and, you were getting butts and seats. And that's how they yeah. would make sure of it, for sure. Yeah. Um, it, it's it just was a smart kind of, movie. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, I 100% agree because without, like, all the years of working towards making better comic book movies for the male heroes you know women have to have that same amount of time well, not maybe hopefully we won't get so many crappy ones you know um but again i'm also a birds of prey fan so i don't think it's crappy yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh i'm trying to think in my of, like, opinion it's charm and it's good yeah. moments make up for the criticisms because yeah. i mean like, I'm also a massive Tank team. Girl fan too, so oh, I mean yeah. I might just be biased because I... totally biased, but I'm okay with it because Tank Girl is badass. Ooh, I should do Tank Girl. That's super That's niche, though. That's a lot of like ugh, your hair. Your hair is like the big thing with Tank Girl. It's a lot of yeah. I don't know how I do the hair. I've been trying to convince <laughs> my question. wife to cut her hair like that for like years now. Yeah, that's never happened. Yeah. That's one of the downsides about cosplaying certain characters is like they're just not. 
You can get ball Pop cap. Right enough to sustain themselves. You can do a like, ball um, cap with her and uh, put some fake hair on it and shit. All the villains are bald. Oh, sure, I'm sure I could figure that out. <laughs> and then like, you could be the female should... Lex Luthor with the bald cap too. <laughs> oh yeah. You, um, you pulled up the uh, the picture of me as death before. Yes. It's like one of my favorite outfits. But I never use it, because no one fucking knows who death is. Even though <laughs> Sandman is like the best comic book of all time. Have you, uh, have you listened Sorry, to, the, have you listened really to the, the audio drama that came out for it? No, I haven't. And you're like the third person within the past 24 hours who's told me to go listen to it. Yeah, yeah. you'd be a bad person not to. If you this is what much. my fans, yeah. I know. I, I'm sure though that will go up more. Your, your cosplay for that will bounce up more once the uh, Netflix show pops up. Because they're doing a Sandman show yep yeah i've heard really good things about the audio well i i haven't seen any like press stuff on it i don't think they've dropped anything yet i think it was just in a press it was in like pre-production yeah because i remember hearing about that and i was like oh metallica and they're like no idiot (laughs) i was like oh man (laughs) no it's a good series like uh, a good good one to read Hopefully um, it's hopefully it's good. Hopefully Dune's good comment. too. Hopefully Dune will be good too. Yeah, I'm. I got I'm, my fingers crossed for Dune. I'm worried about Dune because I'm. I'm very worried. I'm about one Dune. of those very rare people who actually really enjoy the original Dune. Yeah. Um, even though so much shit is like taken out of it from the book, like, because there's the Dune is like a book series. And people yeah. think it's just like one book because you'll see a book that just says Dune on it. But there's like a series of them. Yeah. And like the first movie did not correlate with the book at all. Well, a little bit. But I mean, it's like Planet of the Apes. The original Planet of the Apes movie was just completely different from the book, from the original novel. Mm-hmm. And I think they actually did a novel afterwards to correlate better with the book. Like a oh. movie-themed novel or whatever they do for them. And then Mark Wahlberg made one, and it was awesome. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm really worried because Disney has ownership now of Planet of the yeah. Apes, and oh, that no. worries me because the last <laughs> really? three came out. Yeah. Hey, at least we got the trilogy that they just made before yeah. Disney does anything. But if Disney wants to add on to it, then we're fucked. Because oh, that hopefully was like they don't Andy add on. Hopefully they shit. just do their own shit. Oof. Maybe that's Oof. why they killed Andy Serkis off in uh, Black Panther, so they Fucking could just hell. keep and using them there. And in Star Wars, he killed. Why does Disney keep killing Andy Serkis? <laughs> Stop it! Yeah. I don't like Andy Serkis. Stop it! But no, I 100% agree. Um, we just need more f- like comic book movies for everybody, honestly, so that we can get to the better stuff. Because I mean, the the what is it, uh, Shang Chi comic book yeah. movie? That should be a really good one. I highly doubt it's going to be as good as everyone thinks it's going to be. I mean, they look what they did to the Iron the source Fist. Material. You'll be fine. You have decades of shit that people like. How yeah. did you fuck up Batwoman? But they they did the same thing with Iron Fist. Even like they fucked that character Ugh. all up. Ugh. All it up. It should have been. You know who should have been cast? The um, uh, the drunken fighter. Do you remember that guy who's yes, like in one scene? It's a uh, Benny, uh, uh, the 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 dude. He was in Rogue One. The Asian guy from Rogue One. Oh, oh Donnie blind. Yen. Donnie Yen, yes. He's he plays the drunken fighter in uh, that because the same guy who did Iron Fist was doing the 
Badlands or whatever that Donnie Yen is in. Into the Badlands. Into yeah. the Badlands. So, like, he got him to show up and be the drunken fighter. The drunken fighter is the best one in that show, dude. And he's only so in there for, like, a scene. you keep saying that, and all I think of is Legend of Drunken Master with Jackie Chan, <laughs> which is a fucking fabulous film. A yeah. little long, but I like it. God, <laughs> running the gambit. But, uh... He wasn't in Rogue One. Donnie Yen? Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. The actor is Louis Tan. Oh, Louis Tan. Really? Different actor. Yeah. Is it? I swore it was mm-hmm. Donnie Yen. Uh, he was the dude with the staff, wasn't he? Oh. I might have just thrown you the wrong name, because Donnie Yen was the blind dude with the staff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, well, I think so. Yeah. Okay, but, so um, I, I got the wrong guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. He, he was the, in Pirates of the was... Caribbean World's End. Yeah. Ooh. As a stuntman. As a stuntman. Oh. Nailed it. Yeah. Ouch. Didn't see his face much. I think I, I confused it because Donnie Yen is in The Legend of the Fist. Because you're racist. <laughs> they all look alike. I knew it, Michael. You're a bigot. You're... Eat a bigot sandwich. Oh. That's, from, uh, that's from Last of Us 2. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry, guys. I've had a very emotional We're... week with that fucking franchise. Okay, it's been awful. It's not okay. Don't, don't, <sighs> don't patronize Hurt my soul. Hurt my soul. <laughs> It's like, it's like 40 hours of content, man, between Here. those two games. It was insane. Last last one. Everybody, just go and watch The Wizard. Oh, God. With, uh, with Fred Savage. <laughs> Yay! I had a big crush on this chick when I was a little kid, when this movie oh, came out. Snap. Yeah. I'm going to be watching Treasure Planet. That's what I'm re-watching. Treasure Planet. The animation. The animated film, yes. The weird, yeah, like 3D CG shit. Like everybody should have loved, and apparently I have a. Nobody did. Yeah. Yeah, I hated it. Um, because and it had nothing to do with the film. Uh, I think I've told this story once, but I'm gonna retell it because I don't care. My dad, my sister, and I went to visit my dad in California, and he was gonna take us to our first IMAX film. And uh, there was two movies that we could see on IMAX. We had Attack of the Clones, the second prequel movie. And, I, you know, I'm like 10 or 11 or whatever, whenever that came out. And, of course, as a young boy, of course I want to see Attack of the Clones. My sister chose Treasure Planet. And I go, an animated film on IMAX? What a waste. So I was really, I was a boy who was really butthurt in that film the whole time. And I'm like, so I never enjoyed it. And now I'm like, Wait, I saw like I saw like old scenes and like some of the music and stuff from it. And I'm like, wait, wait, this is actually good. Like, yes, like I need it's a decent movie. I need to watch this now, and I want to believe that it's amazing. So hopefully, it's amazing, and I can remove my childish hate that had nothing to do with the actual film. Yeah, it's such a stupid reason, but it's the only reason why I remember like nothing about that film. <laughs> So there you go. All right. That's, uh, that's my hatred for that film for All right. no reason. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm tired now. Uh, Amelia, to go. Do, you, do you want to yeah. shill all your stuff out and uh, tell everyone where yeah. they can find you and everything? Of course, we'll put links and everything in the descriptions and all that. Yeah. So um, you can find me on ameliasong.com. E-M-I-L-I-A-S-O-N-G. Um. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at the Amelia Song. I right now I'm focusing mostly on private Skype shows, 
Um, you can also find my content if you go to my fan page, which is ameliasongfans.com. Um, I also have my video site, ameliasong.manyvids.com. I got, I'm all over the place. I'm <laughs> just there. find her on Twitter, man. She's, yeah, she's, hustle, Twitter. she's, she's hustling. Like I'm every sure if day. they just Google your name, you, you're probably like the first one that pops up, right? Um, I need to work on it's that. You, I, I yes, think it's you I and am. one fan site. I think there's like, like a fan led account. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure there's a fan. Oh no, songs there. come up with a yeah, Amelia Rydberg. Yeah, yeah. Amelia's <laughs> song is. Oh, Amelia Songbot. Yeah. Is that the other one? I think yeah, so. Amelia Songbot is my uh, safe for work account. It's my backup account. Oh. That's okay. Because okay. the only one I always remember that picture is the one you look like. You had antlers. You were like a deer or something. Oh, goddess Amelia. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Awesome. My IMDb page is on here. Hey, hey, hey. That's how you know. Hey, it's Metacritic. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, how you right. know you made it. But, uh, uh, I mean, it was awesome. Sorry we went so long, but obviously having you and Tivis here, we definitely wanted to get our fill because it's been a little while. Glad was, you're back yeah, to work. Yeah, it's been nice. Glad you're, <laughs> glad you're back from your, your low atus, if you will. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to try and coin that, coin that nice term. Nice staycation. I like it. Um, no, it was wonderful having you back. Uh, hopefully it's not the last time. And uh, yeah, We won't talk uh, about Birds of Prey again. How yeah. dare you? You feel free to talk about it all you want. Uh, I figured I'd just give my examples so then everybody can just yell at me anyway. But at least you know exactly why I didn't just say it was bad yeah. for the sake of it being bad. All right. Uh, I got a quote. Do you guys want a movie quote or a TV show quote? Dealer's choice, I guess. Uh, the, okay, all right. We're gonna go with misery then. Oh because, shit! Because gatekeepers keep annoying me. Oh. And what is a better movie about a gatekeeper than misery? Hey, <laughs> lock him down. From uh, uh, Stephen King, everybody. Annie Never heard of him. Wilkes. Is that how you pronounce her name? Played by Kathy Bates, Annie Wilkes. If you haven't watched the movie, I suggest it because it's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. I'm your number one fan. There's going to be, there's no, okay. Let me redo that. What the fuck? I was adding words in. Annie Wilkes. I'm your number one fan. There's nothing to worry about. You're going to be just fine. I will take good care of you. I'm your number one fan. Ooh. Crack goes both legs. Spoilers. <laughs> oh no, thank you. Well, oh man, I hope. Uh. Uh, number one only fans, am I right? Oh, full oh, circle. Oh. <laughs> oh, I've done it. Well, thank you again, Amelia. It was great. Yeah, it's great seeing you guys. Thank you. We're gonna we're gonna go run. I'm gonna go run to my basement and cry now. All right. Oh, later, nerds. Later. Turtle power. You just finished another great episode of Operation Babel. You can catch every episode of Operation Babel on all your audio streaming services, including SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, and more. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Operation Babel. And join the conversation today by searching for the Operation Babel group on Facebook. Links also in the description. Don't forget to find Mike on all social platforms, including YouTube, by searching Mike Shrews, M-Y-K-E-S-H-R-E-W-S. You can find John on Instagram and YouTube via Bald Man Bad. Thanks and have a great day.